Hello and welcome to Legion Outpost. I'm Dave and I'm here with Adam the Computer. Adam, how are you? Oh, I'm doing so good, Dave. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, man. I'm I'm fresh off a tennis loss yesterday, so the emotions are a bit down. But uh, I'm a pro- professional. Just before this show, I completed the reading, like literally minutes before. So just churning and burning as always and excited to talk Legion. We're in the time bubble, kids. We're coming back from the 31st century into the 21st for a brief visit to get this out in the 21st century before we go back in our time bubble to the 31st. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Now there was some... always hidden on Dream Girl. Now, by the way, I did receive my hardcover of Legion Before the Darkness. I it arrived a couple of days ago, so great. Um, yeah, the collection, and I, I, I'm really sort of the the area that concerns me that they haven't collected. I, I realize what it is now. It's the era between the third Silver Age omnibus and the start of the Superboy and Legion of Superheroes hardcovers. Mm-hmm. That's that's the part because this Before the Darkness takes place after Superboy and the Legion of, of Superheroes two hardcovers, doesn't it? Yeah, and it leads into Great Darkness. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. Right. right, so yeah, there is, at least they're filling that gap in now, but they need to go back and fill that other gap as well. I mean, they've really, DC have really fumbled the ball here, like how they've done it, like... Um, yeah, I, uh, I listen to a show called the Legion of Substitute, Post, uh, Legion of Substitute Podcasters, and they do a really great job, yeah. and he speculated that a Bronze Age Omnibus would be one of the next things they put out. So I, I'd yeah, say they do. Cool. I mean, I look at these guys, and I see them, and I'm like, yeah, you, you've got some miles, but I feel we've got more stamina, we've got more speed, you know? And, yeah. I mean, I like those guys. They're good, but oh, I'm not sure I if they're the same. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, yeah no, the, but he's we're right. The young guns, yeah. We're the young guns, and uh, we shoot to kill. That's it, you know. <laughs> um, now, what was I going to say? Yeah, it, like it's just. Uh, would it just be one omnibus? Would it? Would it? Would it cover the gap if you if they just did one collection? Yeah, I think so. I don't even know if you would really need a whole uh, omnibus. How how many issues are in like um, the, the Silver Age stuff? I'm not sure. I mean, it's pretty thick. Um, you know, maybe I, I feel like it's probably comparable then because, uh, you know, you got probably 12-page stories mostly in right. the Silver Age stuff, but the Bronze Age probably had, you know, two stories per issue or something. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think it would probably be about that size, probably like 20, 25 issues. It, it's just a shame that DC editorial is just in shambles. You know what I mean? Like, yep. and how they even get books out, I'm not even sure because it just feels like their organization. Hey, look, give us Before the Darkness 2. Then you know, keep on, keep on going, but don't stop, don't stop, kids. And I do want to mention, I believe, maybe last week, the second collection of Bendis, uh, Legion, and I do yawn when I think of Bendis's Legion, but the second collection of Bendis's Legion came out, which I believe would would cover it up to twelve. Um, yeah, probably seven through twelve. Which uh, are you still saying is going to be the end of his run? Do you believe? He's not I don't back. know. I, uh, I think there'll be something coming soon, but it might not be Bendis. Yeah, I'll, look, I agree. I, I think there'll be something coming, but I would. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it isn't Bendis. You know, I'm hoping that they go in a different direction. What would you think if they went in? This is this is going to sound pretty wild, but they they sort of went in kind of like a more indie influenced uh, direction, but keeping the Legion 
sort of story. So maybe some different art styles. Um, and that'd be cool with that. Yeah, so would I. Like, I, I just feel that's a way you could go. Kind of like, not quite Teen Titans Go, but what I'm saying is kind of in a different vein, but still keep, keeping the Legion storyline. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Get some. Are you talking about like getting some image creators that make well, bring yeah. a different tone? Yeah, yeah, a different tone. Um, yeah, get get away from some of the sort of. I don't know. I I find Bendis has kind of been doing his version of what it used to be like still, and not really getting anywhere. So I'm just kind of kind of maybe more focusing on some of the relationships and stuff as well. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what I really like about uh, the three boot run with Mark Wade, mm. where I feel like that did a lot to focus on relationships, focus on like world building. Um, whereas you know the business stuff is pretty, I guess, plot driven. Yeah, which can Even work, but 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 he doesn't pay the plots off as well though. That's yeah, a, that's yeah, the problem. Exactly. I've got a question for you, Adam. Are you are you walking around uh, taking this one as you as you're walking, uh, like around the around the field or something? It sounds like there's a bit of movement going down at your end. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> no, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I've got a box. My cat was playing with. All oh, right. Okay. No worries. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. We do have some news that's DC related, which does sort of touch on some stuff. There was some Superman news that you brought to my attention. Yeah, uh, let me bring that up. These things are kind of like tangentially Legion related. Because so they're Superman. They're sort of, the Superman office is going through some big shakeups at this point in time. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to directly impact on Legion, but it certainly is impacting on Superman. Yeah, and that's what's kind of interesting. You there? This book at the time, right? Oh, sorry, you, you cut. You, that. Sorry, you cut out. So if you could just go from that, that's where it's kind of interesting. Just, just do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what's kind of interesting is that uh, Bendis was writing Superman and the Legion books. Yes. So it was almost like Superman and the Legion. You know, Legion was in the Superman office rather than some other office. Yes. Uh, but you know, now they're notably absent. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. But the news was. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was, that is true, but it, it feels like unless someone's writing Superman and Legion at the same time, they do tend to drift their own directions, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I, I would almost mind them getting moved out of the Superman office. Uh, well, with this new news is that John Kent is going to be getting a new Superman issue number one, mm-hmm. but it's called, uh, I think, Superman, Son of Kal-El. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's Tom Taylor and yeah. John Timms, so it's got a pretty good creative team. I do like Tom um, Taylor. I tell you what, he's an Aussie who can write. I've enjoyed nearly everything he's written <laughs> that I've read. Um, yeah, he's pretty solid. Yeah. I've, I've been following him ever since he did the Earth 2 stuff, which was yeah. really enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Legion are kind of mentioned all up and down through that uh, oh. solicitation. Okay. But it kind of just mentions that there are gaps in the Legion's history, and so this is like an unknown time of – Yes. When John Kent becomes a man and becomes Superman. So not necessarily saying the Legion will appear, but, uh, you know, maybe we'll get some some Legion stuff there. And it would be great to see someone like Tom Taylor mm. write the Legion. And uh, don't forget that, yeah, I would, I'd love Tom Taylor to write the Legion. And don't forget John Kent uh, traveled into the future uh, to be with the Legion. And remember that? Like... So there was yeah. a pretty heavy linkage there when he when he was doing that. He didn't do much. 
Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my thing. Is like, uh, does this mean we'll see the Legion, or does it mean maybe that John Kent kind of cuts ties with the Legion, which I'd kind of be cool with at this point. Yeah. Uh, just because I, you know, he's just he's not doing much, but he's still getting more attention than anybody else. Yeah, he's so. exactly. He's 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 kind of the guest star who's taking up the oxygen in the room. He's he's right. he, look. He's no fucking Clark Kent Superboy, is my opinion. He's okay, but like. Yeah. I compare him to the classic. He doesn't come close. Yeah, and I think maybe we're moving into more interesting territory with Tom Taylor coming on, and you know, maybe it'll be like Invincible, where that was about. Yeah. Um, you know, Mark Grayson was growing into the role of being a, an adult superhero, awesome. where I'm just getting kind of bored with him being like a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I'll, uh, Tom Taylor's at least got a couple of issues for me to check it out. You know, I, yeah. I I've I've liked it pretty much everything I've read of Tom Taylor's stuff. I haven't read it all, but I've read a fair chunk of stuff, and he always turns up and delivers a good story. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. He gets a little too uh, like sweet at times, where mm. it kind of makes me roll my eyes. But sure. you know, nothing, nothing. Well, I'm sure it would. I, I tell you something that I liked of Tom Taylor. Uh, it was when Wolverine died, and they had X23 as Wolverine, and it was like all new Wolverine. Yeah, very I, good. I read it. I really enjoy. Got to be honest, I really I like X twenty three, but I I really enjoyed it. I also read um this is like years ago, uh, something called Superior Iron Man. I think it was where Iron Man was kind of like it was after the the Axis uh, mm. event, and Iron Man just became a total prick or something. Was kind of the the yeah. I've heard that's very good. I read a little bit of it, but yeah, uh, that was it. kind of when Iron Man was struggling too. Yeah, look, I enjoyed it. Well, what I'm saying is, I've I've checked in on a few things, but and I've always kind of enjoyed it. So, even though this Superboy stuff isn't or new Superman stuff isn't really my cup of tea, certainly for the show, we'll do at least a couple of issues, and if I like it, um, I'll get more. I think I read that somewhere that the X23 Omnibus is coming out actually, which I wouldn't mind getting. Yeah, I think it might have just come out. Okay, well, it's always good to have yeah. some Wolverine out there, man. You know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> For yeah. sure. That's actually the only Wolverine that I really have much of. Um, oh, what about Wolverine himself, Logan? <laughs> no, not not too much. I What's have, going on, man? Uh, What's like going on, dude? Stuff. I know, yeah. Yeah, come on, brother. I mean, look, all new Wolverine's cool and everything, but, I mean, <laughs> go back to basics, man. With, with I mean, I would it, would, it, would it stun you to know I've got a fair bit of Wolverine? <laughs> it would not stun me at all. <laughs> yeah. Sort of got well, much. I have been reading the Claremont run of X Men. Oh yeah, and you know maybe that'll get me into picking up the Wolverine stuff. I thought about tracking yeah. down that first Epic collection. Yeah, you should do it, man, for sure. Like, yeah, get the Epic collection. Like, that's where I would start if I was you. I'd get the Epic collections. Um, there's also a really good omnibus called well, just Wolverine that covers all his solo stories, mini series before he became before he got his ongoing. Um, mm -hmm. and then actually it also then covers the start of the ongoing as well. Um, so That's like, the first epic, epic collection, are you saying? No, uh, it, it's an actual omnibus. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, you cut out when you were saying that. So oh yeah. Sorry. No, the, the epic collection, um, covers the beginning, like the first, you know, 15 or 20, uh, issues of his first ongoing. So That's not cool. the mini series with Claremont and Frank Miller. Hmm. Um, which you can get individually as well. Um, have you read that? You I used to have that first issue. Uh, no, I haven't read much of it. I think I might have read the first one. 
Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, the the miniseries is cool. Um, is is very cool, but yeah, I mean, it's easily collectible. It's it's been repackaged about a thousand times. Yeah, no man, you can definitely get it some Wolverine, man. Like he's he's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I should check it out more. Uh, I wonder if that Wolverine mini will be in the X Men epic collections. Then I don't know uh, if, if they're not if it's not the Wolverine one. Mm, that's a good point. Um, that's a good point. I don't know. Um, pr- I mean, that'd be nice because yeah. then I could kind of sample it, you know. But we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Now, okay, so that's Tom Taylor. Now, so was that, and then Superman himself. Um, there's Superman and the Authority by Grant Morrison, I think a four-parter, a miniseries. And then there's going to be regular Superman in action comics written by, is it Philip Kennedy Johnson? I think that's his name, um, who's doing Superman in action comics, regular Kal-El, on, and he's stuck on Warworld, I believe. Right, yeah, exactly. So and then I think Tom King's doing like a Supergirl book. Yeah, fuck hell. Like <laughs> su- Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And No, thank you, Tom King. Yeah. I'm picking it up. I like. Uh, You're picking it up. Are you seriously athlete. picking it up? You're, why? <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What? What? I, I buy all of his stuff. You buy all of Tom King's stuff? All of his maxi series. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Really? Why? <laughs> yeah, I do. I like it. Oh God! I, I mean, I mean, I have Strange read Adventures, Mister Miracle, <laughs> o- Omega Men, The Vision. Those are yeah. all pretty good. Yeah. Rorschach. Too bad about Batman. Yeah. I don't give a shit about Batman. <laughs> it's the only one I care about. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, fantastic. You got a Mega Man, all right. Good. What about fucking Batman? Um, I mean, he did good Batman for a while, and then now he's doing that Batman Catwoman book, which is pretty sucks. Pretty solid. Sucks, I know sucks. you. You were very confused by it. I didn't really understand. <laughs> I just didn't like it. I've also got a bit of a grudge against Tom King, if you haven't noticed. Um, you know, I just, Fair enough. I don't know. Well, it is what, but I'm impressed. So you buy them all up in singles, do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, actually yeah. buy them as well, like purchase them with with cash. Yeah, actual money. <laughs> you like how dubious I am of this story. I'm really like getting into the <laughs> into the weeds of this story. I caught you by surprise. <laughs> he did. I didn't. Dave's going to be looking for a new co-host. Yeah, you might be out at it. This could be your last legend outpost. I might go over to the substitute podcasters and grab one of them. Um, yeah. All right. Well, okay. That's a shocking revelation from from Adam the computer. He's kind of stunned me there, but um. All right. Well, is that the Superman news? I thought there was more, but was was that it? Because um, uh, there was that was it in regards to yeah. Superman. But there was also the fact that there's going to be a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle series, oh, cool. uh, which is only really related to the Legion in the sense that uh, Ryan Sook is going to be penciling. It. <laughs> I was going to say in the sense that we want to talk about it, <laughs> and that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited for that. Uh, Booster Gold and um, Blue Beetle. Who's writing it? Dan Jurgens. Oh yes, I was going to say. I was about to say. I hope Dan Jurgens is writing oh, it. Oh God, please. What? <laughs> Nothing. I just haven't really cared much about anything Dan Jurgens has written in like uh, you know twenty five oh, years or yeah. so. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, kind of Booster Gold's his guy. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, if he's going to write anything, I want him to be writing this. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, I just you know a lot of uh, people that like. <laughs> Blue and Gold are fans from, you know, Giffen and Dematius or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, or Jeff right. Johns if, if even said, did some stuff with Yeah, them. if you said uh, J- 
Jamie DeMatteis uh, was writing it or Jeff Johns, I'd also be equally happy as well, actually, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, but, but uh, you know, I'm going to check it out uh, and I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And, yeah. you know, I'm just excited because I've been wanting them to get their own book for a long time. And this is going to be like a, I think, eight issue miniseries. And I should also mention Booster Gold, of course, gets his fight ring and. Um, yeah, from, from, the Legion. from the Legion. So yeah. I knew if I didn't say that, somebody would, you know. Yeah, well, he stole it from the museum or whatever where he was the janitor. Right. Yeah? Yeah, exactly. Yep. See, I've read my Booster Gold. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, yeah, no, it's he. I, I, I actually really like those characters. And your fucking favorite Tom King sure fucked up Booster Gold when he had the chance. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. he sure did. He really did. <laughs> yeah, like, so this is the thing. You've got him defending Tom King, but already you're starting to concede some pretty dramatic <laughs> fucking errors. Well, um, for me, like you were upset about the wedding in Batman. Yeah. For me, it was that Booster Gold arc where I was well, like, "Well, the Booster oh, Gold God. didn't help," and also the fucking heroes in crisis that I battled through. Jesus, yeah, that's actually what killed me with it. I was just like, I slogged my way through that for the show, and I, <laughs> I felt like I felt like I was. It felt like honestly one of the worst events I've ever read. Like honestly, I really disliked it. Yeah, honestly. it was pretty bad. But in a large part too, though, uh, you know, it was a lot of man or uh, editorial mandate. Yeah. But yeah, um, the yeah. story still wasn't great. You know. No, it wasn't. It, it it wasn't it wasn't fantastic. That's for sure. Now, uh, turning to, I think, does that cover us for news? Um, uh, there was one other thing I sent you, but it's not really Legion related. But they're doing that uh, Justice League. Uh, United or Justice League Unlimited, All they're right. doing a continuation of that in the comic books now, written by James Dematius. So, so what is it? Like, I'm confused. In that TV series, so there it goes. Ties it back to Legion. Uh, sorry, what are they doing? Justice League Unlimited. Is that what you said? Yeah, the cartoon Justice League Unlimited. Uh, the animated series, yeah. So, is that what it is? The animated series. Oh, okay, cool. Um, all right, so the animated yeah. series with from Bruce Tim and all that, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Ah, and they and they, what are they doing? They're now making a comic book series of that. Yeah, but I think it, you know, they've had comics in the past that are kind of just like here's another adventure, but I think yes. this is supposed to be here's where the world goes from where we left off. Right, right, right. I I always find those things very very disappointing. Um. Yeah, but you're like, not wrong. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm almost like I, we have the TV shows. Like, give me more TV shows or give me nothing. Is kind of how I feel. You know. That is true. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think we would all love more of that yeah. TV show, particularly on HBO Max. Now they've got um, Superman in HD animated series. Um, yeah, they've got it's just awesome. Justice. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful to watch. I've actually got the DVDs, and I don't think I'm ever going to have to use them again because. It's so crisp and so beautiful, and they've got all the Justice League uh, and Justice League Unlimited and all that is on there as well. It's pretty cool, man. Like, yeah, I mean that whole suite of series was great. You know, Batman Beyond, throw that in there too. Hell yeah, man! But all of it was really great. A lot of lot of gold. By the way, I'm looking at the first Wolverine Epic Collection, Madripoor Knights, and that that has doesn't have the. Um, it doesn't have the uh, limited series. What it seems to have, I believe, is potentially the Weapon X storyline. Um, and that has the first 16 okay. issues of Wolverine and it has an annual. 
So it has the first 16 issues okay, of the cool. ongoing. Uh, I believe the Weapon X stuff and, and, and an annual. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, I might have to pick that one up. It is weird, though, that they didn't put the miniseries in there. It is odd. I agree. Maybe because they've packaged the miniseries so many times by itself. You know? Yeah. Um, I think also... Uh, yeah, like you said, and then sometimes I think they want you to buy more books, right? So there mm-hmm. was a DC Universe by Alan Moore volume one time, mm-hmm. and they stuck the killing joke in there. Oh, right. And then uh, in the future editions of it, they took the killing joke out, and they threw a bunch of like Wildstorm stuff in there. Oh, really? So I think they're yeah. like, we can't be giving people the killing joke yeah. for this $15 trade you know, that has like all of his work. I have the, the first edition, which is great. Cause it has like all these great classic DC stories. It has, um, what was the Superman story he did? Um, whatever happened to the man of tomorrow. Oh no, man, one, the man who has everything. Yeah. That one too. Yeah. So it has pretty much everything and all of his Batman stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think that was a case of like, yeah. we need people to buy this other book. That's going to sell forever. Fuck so you, DC. In this other volume. That's what you like. Fuck you, DC. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you haven't. Lo- I'm looking at my shelf. You haven't screwed me for enough money already. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you haven't. Yeah. You haven't just fucked me for years. And and now, <laughs> now. on Doomsday Clock alone, I mean, you own that twice. <laughs> I, know. I, know. I own. I own two hard covers and the complete collection. And I'm not even sure if I like it. I just was a marketing victim when it comes to the packaging. <laughs> and you've never read it. <laughs> no, no, not read it yet. Oh, that's because I'm saving it for the show, though. I, I've read the first three issues. We did them for the show. Um, oh, yeah. And we, I think you and I did an issue with The Legion. Remember? Yeah, we did. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, that one. that's the one that people really like because it gets into, you know, what happened and why is the DC Universe different. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, to be honest, that was a lot more interesting than the early stuff, which was very slow. Yeah, um, it takes a while to get into yeah. it, for sure. Okay, so, well, news-wise, we're kind of covered. Now, what we're doing um, this uh, week is Tales of the Legion of Superheroes. Uh, what was it, numbers, was it 314 to 317? And then we were also doing the first five issues of the Legion of Superheroes that I believe started at one again. Didn't, didn't they re- restart it at one? Yeah, exactly. So basically these are the books that launched after the previous volume ended that wrapped up in the, uh, what was it called? The curse. Yeah. Yes. Right. Oh, right. So, so the, these ended, are right these after the curse. So these are right after the curse hardcover, are they? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wow. So that's quite sequential to what we've been doing. I didn't exactly. realize that. Okay. Well, yeah, d- maybe yeah. I should have pointed that out because you'll notice that there's a lot of um, plot threads picking up from the curse trade. Yeah, yeah, I did. And and what's the? Because I thought with Tales of the Legion, was it just pop? Was it just a case where the book was popular enough now that the audience could port two titles? That's what it seems to be. Uh, pretty much. I'll I'll skip ahead here and read you this excerpt from uh, the. Eye for an Eye Trade, which collects those first five or six issues of that new series. Mm. But there's an intro by Paul Levitz. He says, um, 1984 was a turning point for DC. Early experiments with comics aimed for the older, more sophisticated audience buying at comic shops had been successful. Titles like Camelot 3000 and Ronin had broken ground. But the heart of the DC line was still being produced for distribution to both newsstands. And he states that's requiring the comics code. 
mm-hmm. and the shops. In particular, our most successful titles, New Teen Titans and Legion of Superheroes, were being done that way and sold well in both venues. Mm-hmm. But we saw the future was in the shops and wanted to make gradual transition, so came up with the hardcover, softcover plan, shifting the prime creative teams for both series to new runs on better paper mm-hmm. with better printing and better color. So, yeah. Okay, Less cool. editorial restrictions, too, he says. So which, so which one was the better paper, or were they both better paper? Uh, the better paper would be the Legion of Superheroes book. Right. Okay. Which I felt was the stronger title personally as well. Right. I mean, it was definitely more like, here's the big event as yeah. opposed to... It was kind of more, more here's the A about. story. Here's the A story kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's good. And I noticed that um, uh, Levitz and Giffen are writers, plotters, and designers. Um, but So Giffen wasn't actually drawing this. By this point, he was uh, he was just plotting it. Yeah, exactly. And um, he dropped off of both books after about three or four issues. Really? Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, do you want to give us the recap of the first issue um, as we go through it? Because I was confused by this creature. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're starting with Tales 314, like you said. Uh, first page here, I just want to point out, you got Adam Kubert as the letterer. So That's pretty crazy. famous. Yeah. And then I also wanted to point out on the second page, there's a typo. So good job, Adam yeah. Kubert. <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> We're picking up I on mistakes you made in the was, 80s. But... I mean, we never made any mistakes in the 80s, but, you know, <laughs> Adam Kubert's <laughs> Adam Kubert's being pulled up. I like it. <laughs> What's the typo? Yeah, so Show us where the typo oh, where, where, where is the typo? I can't find it now, but I noticed it when I was reading it the first time. Okay. Somewhere on that. Okay, uh, well, you go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. All right, give it, anyway. start giving us the story. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Uh, this is the trial of Antir. Mm-hmm. And to refresh your memory, Dave, mm. uh, in the in the cursed trade, there was a story with Emerald Empress, and she had, uh, you know, she was taking over, uh, I forget what, what, what she was taking over exactly, but Antir was working with her. Right. Okay. And they and captured he, him. Captured, yeah. Uh, and he's got this kind of yeah. story this that he's kind of trying to sell, really. Yeah, so it's kind of stupid because he's basically saying, look, I was undercover uh, because he's a, he's a police officer, but he got busted working with the Dark Circle. Right. And he says, look, I was undercover working for the Dark Circle. Mm. And <laughs> there's this whole thing about him making that plea. Yeah. And then on the next page, the chief of the police is like, that's not true. So it was just weird that they made yeah. it seem like he was going to get away with it. And then, well, he's like, he's no. trying to say the person who commissioned him is dead, I believe. Like he's so deep. Oh, I see. He's trying to say he was working such deep cover that mm-hmm. not even all the police knew kind of thing. Right. Oh, I should also mention Terry Shoemaker and Carl Kessel did the art here. And I, I, I actually really like the art, I think. Oh, it's, so do uh, I. So do I. Yeah. And I, I really like seeing Supergirl. When I was a kid, I always didn't like it very much, but oh, really? uh, I, it's really grown on me. It's kind of classic to me, style, you know? Yeah, it's got a touch of, uh, at times I almost feel like it has a touch of, uh, like, Steve Rude. Yeah, yeah. Supergirl looks good with the head, with the, with the the um, headband. I thought they yep. did a good Supergirl. Um, you like... Um, but yeah, so this is... These three Legionnaires, Brainiac, Five, Supergirl, Sunboy, were the ones that actually took down uh, Emerald Empress and Antir, so that's why they're right. here at the trial. I see. Right. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then and then who actually breaks on tier out? That's the dark circle. I see. So that's the organization right. he works for. Mm-hmm. I see. And then we cut <laughs> we cut to I, I, I don't really like the the French invisible kid, I've got to be honest. I, like maybe I've not read his best stuff, but he always seems to be moaning, you know, to me. Um, I never really cared for him. You know, when I was flipping through the books as a kid, but uh, I kind of like what Levitz does with him later, mm. like New 52 era. Okay, right, really? Okay. Yeah. So here he's got his sister who was infected with Computo, and she's mm. been healed, and he's returning her home with his sister. Um, I thought it was interesting that his sister has like a white stripe in her hair too. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But uh, he never actually got that white stripe until he looked into the eyes of Darkseid. So I just thought it was interesting, though, that <laughs> yeah, it's she had funny. one. Yeah, the, did she look into the eyes of Darkseid as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to yeah. say? She was the one that was she the one that Brainiac Five was like obsessed with trying to fix. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I remember that now from that from that thread because Computer was kind of his creation, which went evil. Yeah, and then he yeah, and then at the end of that curse trade, he basically blows up the headquarters, but then he's able to contain Computer into like a a little robot servant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which so which not everyone period. enjoys, as we see later in this uh, in exactly. this collection, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I reckon on, on page, uh, I'm not sure what page it is, but I can't quite see all my page numbers here. But like, it's it's there's a good one, Brainiac Five, Supergirl, and is that Sunboy? And yeah, and and yeah. They're, and they and, and there's whoosh, and they're like and they're flying like that's good artwork to me, like classic yeah. 80s style, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the facial expressions are all really clear and, yeah. you know, they look nice. Uh, but this is basically Supergirl decides that she's not going to let the Dark Circle get away with this and mm-hmm. she's being uh, really impulsive and wants to go track them down. Yeah, well, you know, that's she's, she kind of feels like she wants to prove a place, doesn't she? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we get to, let me just having a look here at the... The Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl and they're going off to have the baby. Yes, yeah, and uh, they bust a smuggler while they're going through the airport or the, mm-hmm. or the yeah. spaceport, I guess we should say. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like a little – I like these little snapshots of their domestic moments and stuff. Like the book's not afraid to kind of slow stuff down at times. Um, you yeah, know. and I think that's the, the strength of this book is, that, you know, you get more of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, just side story stuff, wrapping up. He's probably got, you know, he's got all those A, B, C, D plots that he's yeah. had yeah, 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 all yeah. this time. And he's like, well, I got two books now. I can do this big story and I can wrap up these yeah, side exactly. plots. And it gives the fans of the, because I imagine with Legion, much like X-Men, there's so many characters and different like little relationships and stuff that the people are fans. Like they're big fans of some of these relationships, you know, like Saturn, Saturn Girl and... um you know, uh, they they want to sort of see them and, and Lightning Lad. They want to sort of see them have a bit of happiness. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Moments. Yeah, no, I, th- I I think he does a really good job. Actually, I, I find it very. You know what I find this stuff very readable. Like I'm not, I'm not reading it going this is the greatest ever, but it's very page turny and it kind of keeps you engaged and um and he knows how to cut you know through different scenes. Like he's just very competent. And I mean that in the highest possible sort of sense. Like, you know, you know, it is. I think a lot of modern writers of comics, who you know, I understand, you come at it pretty raw. 
studying someone like Paul Levitz, you can see the way he plays out the narrative and can can pay stuff off. Like it's 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 a bit of an mm-hmm. example in how to do it, kind of thing. Yeah, and I'll also say it makes it kind of more rewarding, mm-hmm. uh, like on a, on a reread. Yeah. So I've read this stuff, you know, mostly just like once, yeah. but I, I think I've read this twice. But um, you know, it, it's just you know, there's so much going on and there's so many different characters and little arcs that, you know, I'm going to remember the big moments, but then when I go back through, you know, I can go back and appreciate, you know, this little story about lightning lad and Saturn girl. Yeah, no, definitely for sure. I mean, yeah, the guy's a pro. Um, and then we got back to the trial, which is, which I agree was, was quite, Oh, the trial now is a dark circle and he's trying to do the same story to them. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not really falling forward, so they're going to kill him. Yeah, they're like, the Legionnaires yeah. bust in and end up saving him. Yeah, it's kind of funny that um, really, do you get the sense that he's just a guy who's just run out of all options? Uh, yeah, he's playing both sides, and he really he's serving himself. Yeah, which is what they say to him actually too. Um, they they even said that they even say that at one point to him like, oh, do they? Yeah, there's the. I'm just trying to find the the spot, but. There's a bit where they basically say, "Are you just serving yourself?" You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's it, it it's interesting. Um. So they come in, and you know, there's you know, shen- shenanigans ensue. Um. Rasubigo really is like dominating this one actually more than she does normally. When I when I read these things, I've not seen Supergirl take such a proactive role. Um. You know, but I, I probably haven't read enough. I wasn't aware that she was like, you know, she's really kind of like front and center here. Yeah, well, just a refresher, I guess, is she came back for the Legion's big anniversary celebration in issue 300. Yes. And she's kind of stuck around since then. Yeah. Uh, and built know, she was on in the like role. an arc, and then now she's in this one. And they've built on the relationship with Brainy as well, haven't they, at times, you know? Uh, and then we see Invisible Kid. He's in visit. He's visiting the other Invisible Kid, who's yes. kind of you know moping about his death. Yeah, depressed. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Invisible Kid too, you know, is gonna help him. He says. Yes. No. It's, and but but the first Invisible Kid's no go away. You can't help me. Not when all I really want is to finally rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. It's just like okay. And I do like seeing this Invisible Kid back again because it's weird to think that he'd been dead at this point for a decade or so. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of cool to see him drawn and in yeah, stories. For sure. For sure. And it's a bit of a mystery. Mm-hmm. Then we come to uh, the, now, the backup story. I, I was going to say, did you catch that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I read the, I read the backup story. I enjoyed them actually. Which shall be born, which is basically the origin of um, white witch, mm-hmm. which yeah, honestly, these are drawn I, by George Tuska and Carl Kessel. Yeah, no, I I honestly really enjoyed the, the this storyline. It was kind of funny. Block was um, kind of just you know he was curious and started to read about you know watch the hollow deck of her and her whole start. And I I found it really kind of quite fascinating. Um, because I I I, I like uh, you know I like Dream Girl a lot. Well, I like White Witch as well. And yeah, it, you were kind of asking about her last issue, and it worked out nicely that we covered these where they have her origin. Yeah, and, and like I always was like, how come they're sisters? How come she's so different? Um, and then reading this, it was kind of a perfect description. Like she didn't have the precog powers um, to see into the future. Um, unlike yeah, and 
the Naltorians got their powers from migrating from Sorcerer's World. Right? Yes, and all, and basically all that was left of their powers was the precog stuff because the rest mm-hmm. faded. But she went back to the Sorcerer's World, um, and you know, trained there. Uh, issues happened. Dream and she Mordru kind of like owned her or something at one point. Um, he kind of screwed her over, right? Yeah. Um, he's one of the like elders, which I think this pretty much conflicts with what we read. Yes. In yeah. This is so. a lot better, though. I think. Yeah. I agree. And um, anyway, and then so Mordru was involved, and then someone called Evilo was involved, um, mm-hmm. and that was where she first clashed with the Legion, I think, in some. Yeah. So that's re- referencing the uh, original. Um, story that she was introduced in she was mm. originally introduced as a villain who was this ugly old lady called a, the hag mm-hmm. and uh she you know dream girl saves her there and it's pretty much what the story says but i don't think at that time we knew that mordrew had done that to her yeah but that's what they're revealing here yeah it's cool and, and and like it goes all the way even how she got like the antennas and stuff when she was like studying She's like, I felt my skin white and and antennae uh, grow, and I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that in her original appearances, she was just like she said there, like white clothes and red hair. So yeah, that kind of explains how she evolved from the last time we had seen her. Her mother until was she's a... introduced in the Great Darkness saga. I don't know if you noticed, the mother was a bit of a fox. Um, she was, yeah, she's good looking. Yeah, I noticed that as well with a very plunging neckline. And um and and like yeah I mean you, if you notice um uh, when she's talking to her she's in the blue dress with the sort of like necklace on and then you see uh you know later on when she's the president she's still got that plunging neckline it was pretty hot actually and then um <laughs> you know I mean she she had Dream Girl you know she was Dream Girl's mum yeah. so doesn't surprise That's where me Dream Girl she, gets it yeah yeah doesn't does the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if we need to go into like each each. Uh, yeah, backup. I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah, that that's the backup. It's good stuff, though. I I really enjoyed enjoyed the uh, the the backup of White Witch, and and actually, I miss that kind of stuff. Like um, in comics, I love having a second storyline when you can, if it's if it's a good one, you know. Yeah, and I guess sure. it, Legion it was a kind of a trope in Legion, wasn't it? Like a lot of the Legion we've covered have had have had the double stories. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> yeah, so then we get to issue three fifteen, and heads up, Dark Circle, you're about to get a visit from Legion of Superheroes, and then you see what's his name on T going Supergirl, <laughs> so then, like smash through the ceiling, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, yeah, so she's got all of Superman's powers, doesn't she? She's got, like, the heat vision. You see her doing that. Like, she's really kind of dominating. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really Supergirl's kind of, like, fight here, really. And, um, you know, it's, it's. I think it's... What did you think of these scenes with Supergirl having so much fun kind of thing? You enjoy those? Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Uh, you know, like I've said in the past, I'm not really... Uh, wasn't really that familiar with Supergirl being a Legionnaire. Yes. Uh, and it was cool seeing her here... Uh, this late in their run, yeah. uh, having some time with them. This is actually going to be her last time seeing the the oh. Legion before Crisis. Heartbreaking, and we know what happens to her in Crisis too. And and I mean, what a shame that maybe Comet wasn't here or Streaky. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. um, they're missed. They're very, they're very much missed. But you know, regardless, <laughs> we have to carry on. 
Um, would have liked to have she seen also Comet. Says, oh, go ahead. I, I would just say I would have liked to have seen Comet at some point. I haven't seen much Comet at all. You yeah, know? we haven't seen much Comet. <laughs> and, Almost like he's kind of a lame character. But but a little bit of Streaky as well would be good. You know, have Crypto chasing Streaky around. What's that? Have Crypto chasing oh, Streaky. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. There's a there's a there's a storyline for you, Paul Levitz, in one of the B or C stories. Yeah. Maybe a D. <laughs> Get to it. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's also she says something here. Uh, I don't remember what point she says it, but she says, uh, uh, yeah, she says a couple different things, and then she mm. says, "And you know how I feel about you, Brainy." Oh yeah. So that's pretty. Well, they aren't they in love. Don't they? Aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they've, they've they've got quite the relationship. Um, yeah, no, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, and, and like she, you know, she's like, besides, I'm sure your comp- computer brain will be able to figure out where they went, right? And he's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, Bra- Brainiac, um, they they change his look quite a bit. Like here, I, this is the look I like from with the sort of short hair. I don't really like the long haired version so much, you know. Yeah, I don't really care for that either. Mm. Then we had a. Uh, the, I love the doctor who's always complaining and he's he's trying to mm. say can um he can the doctor look at um the invisible kid one but the doctor's just like no he's you know he's got uh the credit voucher has not been written large enough to let me take leave of my senses <laughs> yeah exactly yeah he's, he's a grouchy little guy he's a grouchy little guy who loves his credit vouchers basically doesn't he like you get the feeling he does pretty well off the legion mm, yeah <laughs> Um. Yeah. So you know, we, they really build the storyline with Invisible Kid One very well. When he's like, "You were there for minutes. I was trapped there for years. You came alive when you came here. I was already dead." Wow. Yeah, and uh, you know they're really setting up how much of a sad sack he is. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are. Um. Yeah. So you're kind of like, well, do we even really want Invisible Kid back if he's going to be like this? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like, it's kind of like, cheer up, Invisible Kid, because, you know, like, we're, we're struggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're struggling. We're struggling to care with, with such a moper. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess we should mention also, this story is happening simultaneous to uh, the other story we're going to be covering. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, uh, but that's also, uh, we we see Brainiac Five and Supergirl and Sunboy, and they're back on that planet. And all of the uh, Dark Circle had actually been teleported off the planet. And they talk about how uh, that's not a normal mode of transportation, just because of how expensive it is, yes. or you know, how much energy it takes. Mm. So then somehow they figure out that they must transport it like close to the sun. Yes. Uh, well, the, yeah, that's the yeah, that's right. He's like. Um... Brainy's like, I think I know where our rather shy friends have gone. And he's like, um, the Dark Circle used the only power source unlimited enough to teleport the population of a whole planet, their sun. Wow. <laughs> Good work, Brainy. You're smart. Yeah. I'm also impressed that they can travel that close to the sun and not have their eyes burnt out or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> They're just like just flying into it. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess Sunboy has sun powers. Supergirl is powered by the sun. Yeah. And then Brainiac 5 has his force shield. Yeah. Brainiac 5 is the weak link there, but the force shield must be yeah. pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh, the next page we see a bunch of like supporting cast people. So there's like Zendak and um, Ambassador Relnick. 
I don't really remember what they're saying, but just worth noting that, you know, the Legion kind of has a nice supporting cast built up. Yes, yes. And um, I'm just I'm just going ahead here. And, yeah, this is the part where, where it was uh, the Dark Circle is talking to Ontier, where they're saying, uh, when Ontier says, I have served through war and, and silent struggle alike. Served whom, Ontier? If you serve the United Planets, you are a traitor to us all along. And if, you're, if our cause you truly aid, know that your usefulness has surely ended. The United Planet suspects as you as we do. Yet if yourself you serve first, that master you have failed most. I like that, you know? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually pretty cool. For now, we bid you give us all your secrets and your life. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Um, and then who, he's saved by the Legion again. Yeah, I, what I don't understand is... Oh, so he drops the knife to give to Ontier to commit suicide. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and then Ontier picks it up and then drops it whenever the heroes burst in. Yes, I see. Right, I, I just didn't quite pick that up on the first one. Yeah, and then it's just craziness going off here. Like, um, There's actually a good ending to this fight, though. There's a, there's a good character moment at the end of this fight. And on tier, we're still sort of we're, we're left questioning who he was shooting at, you know. If you noticed, yeah, we still don't know his allegiances. I guess it yeah. was pretty clever. It was pretty clever. And then, um, who shoots him? It's 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 one of the science police, yeah. Zindek, the yeah. chief. Yeah, shoots him. Gets a headshot in actually. Um, Legionnaires, I believe, we no longer have anything to fight about. Uh, and then Supergirl has a kind of moment where they're sort of saying, "We came for on tier." We're bringing him back and, and dead as well. Um, and she says, this whole trip to the 30th century has been a big mess for me and maybe it's my own fault. No brainy. Maybe I don't fit in with the Legion anymore. I'll see you around sometime. And then she just flies out and she's doing the, the classic, you know, thing where they, um, you know, go through time. Um, like Superboy can go through time and, and all that. And yeah, yeah. You know, she, one of our favourite, you know, things in the Legion. And she's she's, yeah. she's she's just like Supergirl out and just leaves. Never be seen, never to be seen again. Which is and sad. I'm wondering if part of what they're like referencing here is that she's used to being in the Legion back in the Silver Age, where things were you know more fun and less serious. Yeah. And now she's in the more modern age, and you know she's starting to feel like you know she doesn't fit in. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, now she's gonna go off and die and outlived her usefulness. Jeez, that's harsh when you say it like that, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It, I really liked her here too, you know. Too, I would have liked to have seen more of her. I like Supergirl. I, I don't really understand why they, you know, oh, she's got to die. Why? She's the maid of mine. only be one. But, like, they, they, for so many years, she proved that it was quite possible to have Supergirl, you know? Like, but that's, those stories never happen, though. You know. <laughs> <I don't> know, <laughs> After I just, crisis, I just love when they're like, "Oh no, we've got to kill her off." Like she was the know, cousin from, you know, wherever she was from, like the cousin, long lost cousin. It's a pretty cool story, and and then DC are like, "Oh no, we we can only have one Superman. Like we we can only have one," and that lasts for like five years, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. But then also, you have to look at how. Um, much of a jumbled mess, I think, that yes. current DC is, where yeah. it's like they don't make those hard lines. Like, sure. so now sure. we have The yeah. Flash and Kid Flash and yeah. Wally West Flash and another Kid Flash and Impulse and yeah. Chinese <laughs> Flash. And it's like, Chinese Jesus. Chinese Flash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Chinese flash. He's struggling, isn't he? He's that, <laughs> like you yeah, feel girl, this, but yeah. Well, what she, whatever, but like <laughs> struggling for any kind of recognition, yeah. really. Like it's not like the Asian community has embraced Chinese flash. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, like you never hear about that. Like, um, well, that was the thing yeah. was Joshua Williamson when he was writing the Flash. He'd always tease like, "Oh, I'm bringing back." the the wider flash family right but then we just kept reading about how you know the new wally and then the chinese flash was like the flash family and i'm like this is not what i want to read the bullshit flash family um yeah this is the flash family no one wants (laughs) like the fucking cast-offs um yeah look yeah i i do agree with you there like dc definitely Lack of plan and lack of commitment to plans and just confused decision making. Basically, at the end of the day, like um, mm-hmm. you are right. Sometimes there do need to be hard lines. Um, I just feel a bit sorry that Supergirl had to leave in that fashion, and then she's killed. And and Brainiac Five definitely wasn't getting over it when we read the the, the last time we gathered. Brainiac Five was like in grief. He was replaying mm-hmm. the crisis moment over and over. Like that was hard. Yeah, it's a shame, you know, especially because I've really enjoyed her in these issues, like just put her in the 30th century and let her be, you know, Supergirl in the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, that's, I I think that's a really good solution, you know, Um, because it's not like, don't get me wrong, it's not like I've read like all these great Supergirl stories in the present time, you know what I mean? Like, I've never really read the character, I've really only seen her pop up in things like this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because in a couple issues, we're going to have another Kryptonian in the book. Yes. And post-crisis, this character doesn't get wiped out of existence, even though he's like a minor character. The random one who just goes to work for the science police or something, or doesn't he? Or the, the secret, or the, he works for someone like that, doesn't he? Like, yeah, it's like the ISS, it's like a, kind of like a CIA type thing. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, that, yeah, that guy, he just comes in and... He's all yeah. swagger. He's got, and, and I'm like, who's this Kryptonian who's just rolling around? Like, yeah, yeah. There's a Silver Age story with him where he, you know, is kind of a kind of a dick, but then ends up getting offered membership for whatever reason. I actually haven't read that one. Maybe but, because uh, he's a Kryptonian, he, you know? Maybe because he's a Kryptonian yeah, with so many fucking powers. Like, exactly. I couldn't remember why he, you know, at first was a dick, but then was okay to join. But he uh, is a Kryptonian, and after Crisis, they don't write him out of existence, but they do something where they're like, they change his origin. They're like, he was actually from Earth, and he wished, his superpower is that he could make whatever he wanted to happen, but he could only have it happen once. And he wished he was just like Superboy. And that's how they explain him away. But they had to kill off Supergirl. What a fucking, (laughs) what a, what a bullshit wish as well. Like, I just want to be like Superboy forever. what a bullshit power, too, where it's like, <laughs> yeah. I can do whatever I want, but I can only do it one time. I actually I mean, I at least he picks something to that effect. At least he picked Superboy. He actually picked a good person to sort of duplicate, if you know what sure. I mean. Like, like, he did use his wish pretty wisely, really. Like, yeah. uh, if you're going to use it, no, that would be it. Yeah, but, but I, I, yeah, I'm still like this desperate need to. To sort of like you could actually have, he's a survivor of Krypton and 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 do some storyline where he winds up in the thirty first century. It's not that, like that's better than he wished he was like Superboy, you know. And, yeah. And, <laughs> Jesus, like I don't know who who made that storyline up, but it's like, oh, we've got we've run out of ideas. 
Also, who was like, we need to keep this guy. Like, yeah, well, that's my point. But uh, <laughs> Supergirl, on the other hand, and yeah. I think Crypto was kind of written out of the book for yeah. quite a while. Yeah, well, Crypto was written out of the book, and I'm still not happy about it. Um, and and I frankly treat that whatever happens to Man of Tomorrow, which I haven't read yet, as as an Elseworlds. You know, I don't accept that that's the death of Crypto. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be the last Superman story, but like, there's so many last Superman yeah. stories at this point. I, I've got a question which no one maybe has the courage to answer, and I'm going to put this out there to Legionnaires and and Adam. You yeah. might you might know this, and if you know it, jump in. Crypto, <laughs> okay, that we know crypto that you and I know from Superboy. Yeah, we 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 love yeah. him. We know him. That dog, does he live still in in regular superman is superman has superman got him on the farm or something you know that's the question i always have like in the book now does he have him well yeah like in the say in the last 10 years of dc at any point have they had a scene where he goes and visits crypto and plays around with him and all that kind of stuff like is crypto still a thing dave it's becoming more and more obvious that you're a batman fan <laughs> If you don't know that crypto's been around for the last like twenty years, but yeah, he's been around. Oh, okay. uh, right. You know, I think just prior to like the Jeff John stuff, he was around. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but is it the Jeff real John's crypto? Is it the real crypto? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Well, whenever they do the new Fifty Two, yeah, he's gone for a little while, and then uh, Grant Morrison brings crypto back. Yeah, but he's more like a wolf. Um, yeah, but but, but oh, I thought that was in the past. The regular crypto in the the rebirth stuff. Okay. Uh, well, that makes we me go. very happy, actually. <laughs> like I'm very, yeah. and I am a Batman fan, but I do have my favorites in the Superman kind of stuff. Like crypto is one of yeah. them. So that actually, well done, DC. You know, that's that, that's something they've actually done right there. They, they, <laughs> they've they've realized that casual Superman fans like me really like crypto. You know. Yeah, they even did a, a Super Pets issue yeah, uh, two or three years ago. Well, okay, DC, going up a notch in my book today. Okay, there we go. <laughs> when I when I mark the scorecard tonight, I'll give DC a point, you know? Yeah, one point. <laughs> what, just, what, just one, just one. That's right. They've done a lot of other <laughs> things wrong, but I will I will give them a point for that. Uh, so then we're, we're in, now that we've, you know, thank you for, I like the way that I've been holding on to this issue and um, you've been able to say. <laughs> like you said that no one has the courage to answer, <laughs> even though I'm sure I've told you this like three times. <laughs> 316, let's let's focus here. What do you think of the cover of 316? It's it's a real throwback to like the Silver Age to me. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, we see, you know, four different little slices of what's going to happen in the issue. Yeah. I thought that was pretty yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's neat. Uh, I've got to be honest. I I really like. I mean, I like Carl Kessel. I know Carl Kessel in the nineties did some uh, Harley Quinn. Um, I I own both those. Trades. I think he wrote Harley Quinn, right? Oh yeah, okay, right. I think he drew it as well. Or maybe I'm wrong there. I I, I just know that Terry Dodson like started it. Oh. Carl Kessel might have drawn it. No, you're you're did. right. You're right. You're right. And I tell you what, it's a good run of Harley Quinn as well. Um, it's kind of in that period. Uh, of the animated show, but before she kind of gets really sort of uh, costume changed again, kind of in the 2000s. It's, it's a good period for Harley Quinn. I, I always, I think he did um, some Superboy as well. Carl Kiesel, yeah, he did the whole Connor, well, most of the Connor Kent stuff that people love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 90s Very one. Very Kirby yeah. stuff. The 90s one, yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, man, I tell you what, 
fact unless that, I'm yeah. confusing I think there's a Carl Kiesel and maybe there's a Carl Kessel oh two different I guys I don't know we'd have to look into it we'd have to look into it and, and I can't be bothered doing it today but I, I've got a feeling they're the same guy yeah you know for, for, there's for, a Carl Kerschel maybe I'm thinking of okay Carl Kerschel never not heard of him but uh there's, that's another mystery. Um, okay, so then we've got I'll tell you something I like here, and you'll like that I'm saying this. Cosmic mm-hmm. Boy and working with the Legion of Substitute Heroes and the Reserve Legion, I really enjoyed these moments with Cosmic Boy, and I know you're a big fan, and, and I've sort of been slow to warm up to him, you know? Um, yeah, I know. I don't He's mind cool. him. I don't mind him. I don't <laughs> mind him, but... but I get diverted very easily by the Dream Girls, the Phantom Girls, and Dawn Stars. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But but Cosmic Boy working with the Legion of Substitute Heroes, I think they're given a bit of room to breathe as well, and, and some scenery in these books. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and you know, Night Girl is his uh, girlfriend, so yeah. it makes sense and organic for him to work with them. Um, they yeah, have I little. Like they they have little kisses as well. I was like, oh yeah, yeah good to see Cosmic Boy <laughs> getting a little piece here. Um, yeah. yeah, no, she's quite. They the look fan. really good with the uh, the Terry Shoemaker artwork. Yes, indeed. And you got, I like this little smuggler or wherever he was. This this guy who just tries to kill them, and he puts them in the cargo ship, and he's just like such a prick. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought what was weird was um, he like open you know he he shuts the door to the spaceship or whatever but it's like a force field Mm. but does that force field go all the way through the ship because i feel like night girl should be able to break through it or you know we saw cosmic boy throw her through a wall in the last volume (laughs) and i feel like they should be able to escape out of there yeah well yeah but i like the way he slams into it as well he's like (laughs) 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 and you see who is with him? The 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 sort of orange guy next to him. Stone boy. Stone boy just smashes into it as well. Yeah. You see his like neck almost breaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. And then we we saw some bouncing boy, and I and I do like bouncing boy. And <clears throat> you know, he's such a throwback to the innocent days of the sixties. You know. Well, you know, it's just real quick too. In between this issue and the previous one, they now have the baby Garth and Emra. So yes, just thought I'd mention that. But now, yeah, yeah, I like Bouncing Boy a lot. He's, you know, I guarantee you, someone like Zack Snyder, if he got his hands on Bouncing Boy, Bouncing Boy would be bouncing around just like leaving a bloody wreck. You know, of, <laughs> of people. Well, you like, remember what happened yeah. to Speedball? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. What happened well, to- after Civil War? He was like responsible for the Civil War. Yeah, he comes like he uh, he's got a weird name. I forget. Like penance. Yeah, it's so stupid. And he puts on a suit that has like spikes inside of it that it hurts him. I think every time he uses his powers or something. Ridiculous. You know. I think but, that was a Dan Slot. Yeah, thanks Dan Slot. Like you know, like let's get, let's make it sort of sadomasochistic now. You know. <laughs> Surprised he doesn't have a fucking choker collar on him, you know, or something. <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. Um, th- that's that's when people go too far. We've really got to make yeah. him feel bad. Oh, let's call How him. How do penance. we make him yeah. edgy? Yeah, yeah, so this is so fucking edgy. You read this comic, you're gonna bleed. Um, yeah, I liked uh, Polar Boy. Uh, scenes with Polar Boy. It was fun to see the Legion of Substitute Heroes. And when um when one of them was losing, um, when Stone Boy's like. But by then, the rest of you might be dead. And and Cosmic Boy's like, keep a light, Stone Boy. There's no reason to get morbid. And he's like, I just feel helpless. And I like it when he's like, 
We formed the Substitute Heroes to help the Legion, Stone Boy. Despair doesn't do any good. But, 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 but stop it. And then Cosmic Boy's like, are they always this silly? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Like, exactly. they suffer from some massive, uh, you know, what's the opposite of, like, self-confidence? They've just got a massive, <laughs> low, like, really low self-esteem. Inferiority complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like... And they need their hands to be held. Like when they do something good, they've got to be told, "Oh, that's really good. You've really helped." Like <laughs> you've got to almost have well, the psychologist on fucking hand with these guys. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well, first, I wanted to mention that Cosmic Boy—they're uh, on this mission to take down um, like pirates or smugglers yes. that were partially responsible for what happened to his family. Mm. Uh, so I thought that was interesting that they're picking up on that thread. Yeah. But to what you were saying about the subs. Um, that's actually kind of a more recent thing where they were made silly. Right. Up to this point, they were always, you know, uh, you know, pretty kind-hearted and helpful. Yeah. But uh, there was a DC Comics Presents issue that mm. came out just a few months before this, mm-hmm. and that's where the comedic tone came in with Polar Boy and the subs. I don't, uh, I don't mind it, though. It gives them a bit of flavor, and they're, they're not quite... Oh, I love it. They're definitely your... um. Your minor leaguers, you know what I mean? Like, sure. and, and they've got to play in the majors every now and then, and then they feel out of their depth a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I yeah, think this is pretty like tame compared to the stories that Keith Giffen yeah. did to make them goofy. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to do those sometime because they're pretty fun. I always get the impression, oh, Keith Giffen isn't exactly subtle, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean he comes in, he hits a hard fucking ball. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so. Yeah, then we flash back to um, Invisible Kid 1. Go away. <laughs> when, when him, well, he's so sad. Like, he's just so sad. And then he offers, Invisible Kid 2 offers to go back to the dimension. And they and they go back. Um, and, yeah, so it's, it, it, it's interesting. Um, you know what's weird is that we never really see this Invisible Kid who came back from the dead hmm. interact with any other Legionnaire. No. <laughs> you know? Well, he's kind of just stuck like in think- his room. Well, yeah, but we saw him come back like when he was on a mission, yeah. And there was other legionnaires there, and it's just like you know, yeah. Wouldn't uh, say Colossal Boy be excited to see him, or good, but good nobody point. else really ever in- interacts with him. Well, was he even really there? You know, true. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good point, but it, it it's like he's such a sad sack. The rest of them have just given up on him, other than Invisible <laughs> Kid. Like, whatever. Yeah, they're just like we've got all this stuff to do. Invisible Kid one, like if you're not willing to get you know get on board, um, like we we face death and disaster every single day of our lives, um, yeah. So anyway, so it's 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 good stuff. And what have we got here? We've got basically the uh, substitute heroes, and they're going. They're basically working up some magnetic thing to try to get people um, to find them. Am I right in saying? Well, What's yeah, they doing? exited the ship so that they wouldn't get any further from uh, Earth. And you mm. can see Stone Boy has gone into hibernation mode, mm. <laughs> self-preservation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're basically a, a ball of ice and metal. Uh, and Cosmic Boy says that, Polar Boy, you're actually very useful right now because you're holding this together instead of my magnetism so that I can yeah. try to send out, like, a beacon. And what he's trying to do is uh, attract his brother. You know what I was thinking during this? When they did DC versus Marvel, Cosmic Boy versus Magneto would have been good. Yeah, that would have been really cool. You know, yeah, because there's not a lot of DC like magnet characters. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I just think it's it just so happens that they've got these kind of powers. Like, 
Yeah, I, I don't know in DC versus Marvel if Magneto actually fought anyone or was even in it. I I don't remember, mm. but um, would have been. I think he was, but I can't remember who. Yeah, you uh, I think yeah, maybe I'm. I had the trading cards too. Yeah, and on there he fought like uh, I think Doctor Polaris, the Green Lantern villain. Okay, well I give that victory to Magneto every day of the week. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's gonna crush him. Um, <laughs> yeah, how's Cosmic Boy's power stack up against Magneto's? They seem quite similar. If anything, Cosmic Boy might even be slightly more powerful. Yeah, I don't know. We saw that Cosmic Boy issue that focused on him, mm. uh, spotlight issue or whatever, and he had, you know, he used his powers in interesting ways where, you know, he would reprogram a computer to get through a portal or whatever. Yeah. But then we never really see him do anything like that ever again. Mm. But, it, you know, he's pretty powerful. But I, I bet Magneto is probably generally more yeah. powerful. Well, Magneto, like, when he wants to max out, he's an Omega-level mutant, I think, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I think he, I think yeah, he exactly. is. So he's about as powerful as it gets. I mean, he ripped out the adamantium off Wolverine. Yeah. That's a big mm-hmm. fucking move. Big fucking, big fucking move. Imagine being in the room when someone said that. I would have been like, I might have been like, let's slow the bus down, guys. You know? <laughs> Let, yeah. Let's really think about what we're doing here. We're taking away the adamantium. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I'll have bone claws. And I'm like, yeah, bone claws, not as cool, you know? Yeah. Didn't he also, like, not have a nose or something for a while? There's some period where that happened. I don't think it's a long period, but there was the Savage Wolverine. That that was stupid. But but even when they said, like, we're going to do that, I would have said, let's really think about what we're doing here. Like, yeah, this is our number one guy. Yeah. Well, it's like when Chuck Dixon was telling a story about like when they wanted to show uh, Batman was Bruce Wayne to Commissioner Gordon in No Man's Land. And, yeah. they, and they were about to do it, and Chuck apparently said, let's really slow down, guys. What are we actually doing here? You realize what we're doing? And uh, you know, I think eventually people, you know, started to pay some attention and go, you know, what he's onto something here. You know, keep, keep yeah, him, I mean, it's keep a pretty classic in... dynamic that you can't undo yeah. that. Yeah, like yeah. Well, I and I like the voice of reason. You know, it's like whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's slow it right down. You know, <laughs> let's let's think beyond next fucking month. You know. It's like the opposite of the guy that was like, let's kill Superman. And he was yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's just joking. And then everybody's like, no, let's do it. But yeah, at least with that, to me, you can do a death of Superman and you can bring him back. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. you can do that. That's better than, oh, let's definitively show Commissioner Gordon that Bruce Wayne is Batman. So hard to walk that back, you know? Um, you True. always want to keep that sort of... Myth that maybe he does or doesn't 100% know. You know I always think. I, I just think it adds to it, you know? Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, it's just my opinion, but, I, I you know, I, I would have. If I'd been in the room with the Wolverine adamantium, it wouldn't have gone down. I would have said, look, guys, that's a mistake. <laughs> I would have said that's a mistake. Like, pick something else. Take, make Rogue's fucking hair orange. I don't give a shit. But, like, you know, let's, let's not take the adamantium. There would have been some ultimatums that day. You would have said, it's me or the adamantium. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if I was if I was in a powerful enough position, um, but apparently Larry Hammer, uh, who was writing Wolverine, a lot of the stuff he didn't he was told to do, or like a yeah. lot of the stuff he he wrote it for a long period during that period, and, and a lot of the stuff he just had to roll with it, kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I've uh, been listening to the Rob Liefeld podcast, and oh, he talks God. a lot about 
comics being written by a committee yeah just not really having the same heart to him that uh you know like stuff from this well, he's not did. wrong he's not wrong yeah you know mm-hmm. um yeah i mean I'm not, I'm not the biggest rob lightfield fan but some of the stuff he says he's on the money you know yeah the podcast is actually pretty good he, he's a little more tame there than mm. how he can sometimes be on like twitter yeah yeah i mean interesting guy for sure mm-hmm. um yeah. But uh, back yeah. to this, that's, uh, I guess we said Magnetic Kid and uh, Laurel Gand and Comet Queen are the ones that rescue him from the Legion Academy. Right, okay. So Legion yeah. Academy is just like a tra- literally a training academy that you then might graduate to be a Legionnaire. Is that the story? Like a school? Yeah, I think that's what like uh, Dawnstar came out of, the academy. Oh, really? Wow. She's got to be one of their best yeah. graduates. Um, yeah. Uh, I just want to point out a pretty funny image here on the final page of Death Trap. If you look on the left panel mid, look at Dawn Stars. She's like falling over and and, and he's like, Dawn, he don't come close. But look at the shot they've taken of her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's almost> like... <laughs> and then Wildfire just van- literally just vanishes. Um, he's like, it's like vanishes I was going from all- the other was- series that we were reading. Yes, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the the rest of it is so he he vanishes and then um, yes he vanishes that's true actually because they just do it elsewhere don't they yeah they just do it elsewhere yeah. oh that's queer yeah that's interesting yeah because they did cut away and I was like yeah, when they cut that away that storyline wasn't actually in this book was it it was in the other book yeah he jumps over I thought that was kind of a neat way to handle that for yeah. somebody that's you know buying both books well you, I guess yeah well, go ahead. I was going to say, back in the 80s, uh, if I'd been a Legion fan, I definitely would have been buying both books, uh, you know. For sure. Um, how much would they were retailing for? What what price tag have we got on the books? Let's have a look. Um, uh, 75 cents for this one. Nice. Well, that would have been, yeah, no, I would have. I, I, I think with the Legion thing, it, much like the X-Men, you've got to kind of take the jump to get into it because you, Paul Levitz is very good at dragging you in. So you would have had to have gone, you know what, I'm just in it to win it kind of thing. And I, and I feel like if you were buying it from like the late 70s, it would have been a hard title to drop, you know, while he was on it. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you would have been on board until like the 80s. Yeah, the 80s. I think I think it, it, it's good enough to support two titles at this time without, without feeling like the storylines are running thin, you know? Yeah, you know, it's interesting for characters that people are kind of dismissive of. Uh, hold on one second. Sorry. You're right. Uh, for title or characters that a lot of people are so dismissive of, yeah. the Legion has had two books, you know, a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not dismissive. I think. Uh, no. Yeah. I yeah. Just meant yeah, but a lot of people public. are like, "Who are the Legion of Superheroes?" But you know, at a, many different times through their history, they've been successful enough to you know carry two books. Yeah, for sure, man. Well. And by the way, just a side note, I see that Marvel Comics um, are releasing the Wolverine Epic Collection, Madripoor Knights, in a new printing um, this week. So there you go. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so yeah, te- technically next week's, uh, next week, next week's stuff, it'll, the, the, the new printing will be out there, and I would recommend you get it. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I probably missed out on the discount from my normal service, but yeah, did you Did you read out. the uh, Better Ray Bill? Issue one, we did it on the signal last week. Did you actually have you read that? It's pretty good. I haven't yet. It's pretty I've good. I've been reading Thor. Okay, well, yeah, this I'm is gonna check it out. It's pretty, it's by that guy who did Murder Falcon with that, yeah, your favorite, yeah, which I slammed, like we all know. But I yeah. actually, 
you know, there were bits of it I liked. And he, he takes that really individual style of artwork into Better Ray Bill. I actually really enjoyed it. He, he writes and draws the whole thing. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's something I'll probably pick up and trade because uh, I think it does kind of tie into the Thor book. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm buying that. So, Who's writing Thor? Is it still Donny Cates? Yeah, it's pretty good, though. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so now we're on 317, um, which was an interesting one and very wildfire-focused. We can probably flip through this quite easily. Uh, wildfire yeah. winds up in the dimension uh, where Invisible Kid 2 is having a massive fight. Turns out with Invisible, a demon that's Invisible Kid 1. Um, mm-hmm. Which to me was kind of a, a disappointing end to that story. Like, yeah. I don't know that he really had this... Yeah. grand plan for him when they, he brought him back. No. Well, I mean, he did nothing with him. What It turns out that yeah. it also makes no sense. The demon's just, like, in his own dimension, the demon is a huge threat, but what in the real world, he just sat in an apartment and was just like weeping? Makes no sense. And maybe he was just trying to trick him to come back, but yeah. then he was also really hesitant to go back or fighting him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, not, not the best story arc, um, but we do find out that these additional powers that Invisible Kid 2 thought he had mm. were actually the result of this demon summoning him to this other dimension. Right, yes. Mm. Yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, at the same time, we had um, a very interesting moment where this uh, lady, she gets rescued by that new Kryptonian, um, the science officer, and he comes in. Shalon. Shalon, yeah, and um, he comes in and he's like flirtatious with the kisses her on the cheek and stuff. She's like, something tells me my life's about to get complicated. And <laughs> and then, nice kid, hope she's tough inside though because this mission is going to demand it. Um, and then yeah. there's actually a monitor because how they were doing the crisis, you know, sort of trying to thread it through the books for okay. a couple of years. And you see this woman looking out, and she's like, he is an interesting case study. Records show that Devon fought Subo in the Legion, turned down Le- Le- Legion membership, and now works for the Interstellar Counterintelligence Corps. But I prefer your style, Legionnaire. And he's like, time to leave. Are you ready? So you don't see him, but you, you hear her say the word monitor. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of teases like this in this era, and a lot of times it was kind of clear that they didn't really have a direction yet or you know maybe things kind of shifted as they went along but yeah kind of cool to see crisis approaching yeah it's just it's just cool i I remember reading something another comic like might have been a superman comic or something where they had a similar monitor off stage you know what i mean like some monitor sort of tease um it's yeah but i mean was she even in christ on infinite earth this character i don't even know this girl uh, that's harbinger okay all right so she was um fair enough and and then we get back to the um, the craziness that's happening on this planet, which is just nuts. This the demons fighting them, and suddenly all the legionnaires turn up. And I thought I thought maybe these legionnaires are um, illusions. You know what I mean? I did think that because you see Superboy's there as well. Yeah, I think it was uh, Invisible Kid using like the power of the dream dimension against him, where they were kind of yeah. summoning those things. I think. So who does he imagine? He, uh, Ultra Boy, Monel, Colossal Boy. Uh, is it Sun Boy? Is that his name? Yeah, Sun Boy, Super Boy, Cosmic Boy. Is that Timberwolf? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Timberwolf, Block, and White Witch. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It's Timberwolf <laughs> threw me there for a bit because I was. I mean, it was more his hairstyle that gave him away than anything. 
Yeah, he goes through a few different adjustments around here. Yeah, I like the one where he's kind of got the claw thing on the front. So it's very obvious it's him, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, like, basically, it's kind of interesting, though, how it ends up. They they go back, and then... And, well, I like Wildfire. He's like, Yahoo, we're home! <laughs> he's, like, super happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, like, doing a big fist pump. It's pretty funny, actually, compared to Invisible Kid 2. Is more kind of seems more kind of chilled out, um, yeah, yeah. And, and then they just they just leave the thing there, and then he says, um, "Once in a while, I can let steam off productively, you know." Um, and Invisible Two says, "I never, I no longer feel apologetic about stepping into the lowest place in the Legion." And Wildfire's like, "I never understood why you felt like that in the first place. You're perhaps a gut feeling that he was really not at peace. How do you feel now? Content, safe, happy, as I know, like Nork feels." So. Invisible Kid One is still just dead, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this, they they lit like an eternal flame on his grave. But we, you know, we can assume that he actually did die and go yes. spend time with that hottie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was what. That was what kind of like got him there in the first place, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. We got killed by Validus, who were about to have a big Validus story, where you know it's revealed that that's there. You know, Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl's Kid. Sure. And um, do you want to just quickly wrap us through? Because I was a bit confused by this uh, um, backup. I wasn't too sure of yeah. who the characters were. Do you want to just give us a quick, you know, five-cent pitch? Yeah, before that, I wanted to go back real quick and just cover... We kind of mentioned it before, but uh, Duo Damsel encounters the new computer robot at Legion headquarters, mm-hmm. and she has a bit of a freakout about it. Yes. Um, so that that kind of is important later. So I just thought I'd mention it now, but um, which yeah, is justified. Like, which it, is justified, really, considering that um, th- that computer killed one of her bodies. Yeah, and it's interesting because it's one of the first times we really see that being a traumatic moment for her. Whereas in the Silver Age, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, it's okay. There's two more of me. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, that was the Silver Age, you know what I mean? Where it was like, kids, don't worry, she's still alive kind of thing, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, now they're trying to do more of a thing like, you know, that was a third of me or that was my sister type thing. But, yeah, Yeah, yeah. interesting. No, I think it's very interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and, yeah, do you want to just give us the quick pitch on this? On What is even happening here? Because I wasn't familiar with these characters at all. Okay, yeah, we've covered them a few times, but uh, this is the Heroes of Lalor. Um, oh right, the other yeah. team. Right, that you know what you know what that explains it actually. That because I was like, are these what are these guys substitutes? They seem pretty powerful. I like their banter though. There was a lot of banter between the two girls. Who were like throwing stuff at each other. It was <laughs> yeah, fun. yeah, that was pretty fun. <laughs> but yeah, the the one in the green is Duplicate Boy, and he was dating Shrinking Violet, and he's yes. having some issues now that he you know he got had dumped. the whole thing with Shrinking Violet. Yeah. He got dumped because her replacement, he he, the replacement then went and hooked up with another person. I forget who it was, and possibly yeah. And then when she, when the real Shrinking Violet came back, she kind of clocked him one, didn't she? Um, yeah. Well, they go back and forth. At first, they make it sound like he just was pissed off at her, and then another time, like now, he says that he just thought that that was a replacement version of her mm. at, while she was on a mission. Mm. But yeah, basically, he fucked up. Yeah, and and his confidence has been affected, right? So that makes sense. So his confidence is just at an all time low, and then they kind of do a pretty funny thing where they have like a sort of fake uh, rescue. 
Yeah, exactly. They help him get his confidence back, and then it turns out that Lifeless had brought the ship to life in order to yeah. make it seem like it was attacking this girl. I thought it was pretty funny, and then it ends with the car winking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's going on there? So, like, the car is actually now sentient. Yeah, I guess that's her power. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was a pretty funny story. I really liked the, the bizarre girl with the really big hair. And yeah, yeah, and they're just the way that they're just like they're just they're just bickering, really, like you're just throwing insults back and forth at each other. It was like an episode of Signal. Um, it's like yeah, also like uh, Twilight Zone. Like, what yeah. if you know the Legion weren't popular? What if we had yeah uh, comics about these guys every week? But the girl that you said you liked the hair that was Gas Girl, so her hair is like gas. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. No, I I actually I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun little. All right, Adam, so moving on to the regular Legion of Superheroes book that restarted number one, yeah? Yeah, either that or uh, if you were patient, you read it in Tales of the Legion of Superheroes number 326. Right, and just for my knowledge, the Legion of Superheroes, like 313, that became Tales of the Legion 314, yeah? Right. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, it's good they kept their numbering. It's, it's actually less confusing because you could just swap it over and um but if I if I went to the um if I went to the uh direct store back in the early 80s, could I have picked both of them up at the time? Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, that would have been easy. Um yeah. I would have been Labyrinth Comics down in Hobart, Tasmania. Actually, there you go. Maybe not actually in like '84. If you got to about '87, it would have been. So maybe they weren't. Are there. they still open? No, sadly not. Sadly not. One of the outside of uh, King's Comics, um, and also that one in Hawaii I went to um, that was in an episode of NCI, I think. Um, NCIS. Oh, cool. uh, yeah, they really were an important part of me getting into comics, uh, Labyrinth Comics. Uh, they really existed for probably about three or four years. And honestly, for someone like me who really only knew comics from the newsstand, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, had never seen a comic store. Went down there into sort of like the, the basement thing and just the sheer number of comics. And I was like, wow, you know? I yeah, was, that's awesome. I was I was stunned by how many comics were on the shelves. Really, I couldn't. I actually couldn't believe it. You know, um, and they and they had the uh, back issues. That's where I picked up all the original Punishers um, back in the day. Because when I got in, when I got into a Punisher, you know, had been had been rolling along. Like they were up to about mm-hmm. issue, you know, twelve or something. And I and I was like, and he's like, oh yeah, you can um, go here and you can get you know the old the old comics. And I was like, sweet. So I just purchased the old comics as well. And they had the complete collection. That's awesome, yeah. I uh, love that kind of thing where you're able to just have this whole world to kind of discover. Yeah, totally. totally. It was it was almost overwhelming for me, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, for sure. Now, okay, so this is um this is a pretty good read, actually, I think, personally. We're doing the first five issues. Um and the concept of the it's it's a lot darker than the other book to me, I think. Um for sure, yeah. This, you know, like they said, you could release this at uh, the comic shops and you yeah. didn't have to follow the comics code, which I'm not sure if they didn't follow the code because, of course, they reprinted it in the other one. So, but, Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's just got a darker, more serious flavor, even the art style. And the, the mm-hmm. sheer concept of these villains gathering um, for, to, for sort of like almost like a sort of mystical sort of like, 
you know, oath swearing ceremony, um, they're kind of nuts. You know? They're yeah, it's really creepy at the start there, but you know, it gets a little lighter in tone as it goes on. But yeah, what's worth mentioning is the Legion of Supervillains were like a Silver Age group of villains that yeah. were villains with the Legion when they were adults. Yes. Uh, so this is only really the third time that the Legion fought the Legion of Supervillains, you know, from their perspective, because of other stories hadn't happened yet. Yes. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So these guys are in the present now. They're not in the future. Yeah? Yeah, exactly. And this is the first time that they're ever really taken seriously. Yeah. Uh, we read the one where they fought the Legion of Supervillains and, you know, they were trying to make a, like a trophy blow up or something and they're captured rather <laughs> easily. So this was is a like story. a big step up for them. That was a good story. Yeah, no, this, yeah. Uh-huh. The, yeah, this ratchet set up big time. Um, I did like uh, Ventura, the sort of gambling planet um, mm-hmm. that that we go to. Like, there's and we see Dreamgirls there. Um, I almost yeah, did, and those yeah. little cherry looking things are uh, living money. Oh, right. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Wow, it wasn't a dream, Tom. It was a prophetic vision. I know when my powers are working when they're not. One of the Legionnaires is going to die, and. Um, yeah, that's pretty interesting from Dream Girl, who at times has claimed that her dreams are never wrong of her to save a fall, you know? Yeah, she has said that, yeah. <laughs> but it's weird that she doesn't really warn anyone in the story, I don't think. Yeah, she just, well, she mentions it to him, that's about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of like, it is, you know, such is life, almost, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just looking, so there's so some crap happens here. What are they fighting that just happens on the Ventura planet? There's just a bit of action going down. Um, oh, yeah, but it just uh, shows well, this... the dream girl can anticipate the moves. But then this guy's trying to escape this shrinking guy. Mm-hmm. Micro lad. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, and then we had um, a, a guy. Is he, Who is he? Like Sort of like the um, detective? Uh, and he's talking to Durlan? Oh, no, it's Colossal well, yeah, Boy. And just before that, they're also rebuilding um, Daxiam from yes. the Great Darkness Saga. I thought I'd mention that. Yeah, from the damage. But, uh, yeah, what, uh, yeah, so there's a detective. Well, first off, there's Ayla, and she gets attacked by Radiation Roy. Mm. Or, no, I'm sorry, you're right. There's a detective on page 20 of the trade. Yeah. And uh, Timberwolf actually hired him. To find Ayla, because he misses her, I guess. Right. Uh, okay. I don't really know why you need a detective, though, to, like, figure out that she went back to her home planet, you know? <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, this detective, though, also is important in an upcoming storyline. He's actually a descendant of Bruce Wayne. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. See so, yeah, he's got the match in his mouth. Matches Malone. Right. <laughs> it's good to see that he's... Uh... Right, like, really? Where, where is the match? I'm looking for the match. <clears throat> uh, there's one where he's, like, in silhouette, and it says tick, tick, tick. Okay. Um, okay, I'll have to find that because I haven't seen that yet. But there's a lot going on in this issue because there's so many storylines, I guess, that they're trying to start. We, As you say, we see, um, is it, uh, it's Ultra Boy who just crushes the, yeah, who crushes the rock into dust. Um, oh. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. He's uh, terraforming. 
That's a slow way to do it. Oh, I think maybe what you were talking about a detective. Yeah. Were you talking about Colossal Boy? Yeah, I realized it was Colossal Boy who, when he had the kind of question look. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. No, so, yeah, that's yeah. Colossal Boy. That's just wife. Colossal Boy. They're moving in together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that. And and his mother was the president, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, right. And Because he's saying he ne- never really had a place of his own kind of thing. Um, yeah, and exactly. so this micro lad's just a real two-time loser, and Violet Girl just uh, shrinking. Violet just just dominates him basically. Like, it's pretty yeah. Funny. Well, he's one of the group that actually kidnapped her, so yes. she's pretty pissed at him. So it's kind of this time it's personal, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he was actually uh, an applicant for Legion membership right back in uh, the micro days. And he got knocked back because shrinking Violet had the same power. Probably is that why? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, then we go to the planet uh, Winath, where you've mentioned it before. Uh, Nudity is a big thing, and also this is where who was it? The lesbian thing was it? Shrinking Violet and Lightning Lass. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and here we see. Yeah. So it's sort of like that's interesting, actually. Um, yeah. Everything just this planet is just a lot more free than normal planets <laughs> regarding this kind of stuff, especially for back in the day. You know. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're also like an agrarian planet, so they're just growing stuff. But yeah, this is the page that has the detective on it, uh, page 13. Right. And you can see the match in the guy's mouth. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much, Adam the Computer. And yeah, this guy, because he's, that's pretty lame, because he's a descendant of Bruce Wayne. You know, like, he's going <laughs> to have an obsession with matches. Like, Bruce, that's just a fucking act he puts on about matches Malone. Bruce, yeah, Bruce I think Wayne's it's not like to be a chewing bit of a on matches. To the reader without being yeah. explicit. Yeah, he should have said something like, "I am the knight. <laughs> <laughs> I am <Yeah>. Batman." <laughs> That'd probably do it. Yeah, like you know, make it because because I wouldn't have put two and two together from that, would you? No, no. no there's no way I would have been like, "Oh fuck, that's Bruce Wayne." If anything, you would have gone because it does look a bit like Bruce Wayne in profile. Um, yeah. You, you you might have gone, oh, wow, is Bruce Wayne in the future? I wouldn't have gone, that's a descendant of Bruce Wayne. Like, um, Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think you're you're not really supposed to know that at this point. It's kind of just a, a hint there yeah. for later on when they do have a reveal. Yeah. You know, it's rewarding for the reread, I guess. Not that rewarding, but, you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't gotten to the story where it's actually important yet. Okay. All There's right. a story later on where all the descendants of the Justice League are being murdered. Okay. That's a, that's yeah. actually sounds a bit interesting. Yeah. Any Hawkman in that story? There's a Hawk people, yeah. Oh, all right. But they get, they get killed pretty quickly. Oh. Oh, well. why, why Hawkman? Of all the Justice League members, why Hawkman? <laughs> Because I was thinking of kind of a fringe member, you know, who wasn't Batman, nice. Superman, or, you know, any of the main guys. But I quite like Hawkman in the Justice League because, like, it's like kind of like he can't get his own book, but I quite like him kind of as a fringe member kind of thing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I like them in uh, Identity Crisis a lot where they yeah, yeah, talk cool. about him being the tank. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I've always liked him in that. Um, because unfortunately Justice League became a book where a lot of characters who couldn't support their own titles wound up. And, yeah, and, uh-huh. and, 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 but I always, I sort of do like that as there's a part of me that does like that though, that they do have somewhere to go. And, um, yeah, well, I think that's how they started out. Right. It was, you know, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Flash. Yeah. I thought that was part of the deal was they just weren't doing that well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, 
Oh, definitely. And um, yeah, no, I just, I yeah, good old Hawkman. And yeah, Thangar. Is it Thangar? No, is it is it Thangar? Yeah, where they come from? Yeah. Yeah, Thanagar. Thanagar. Yeah, Thanagar. That's it, man. Yeah. We need a bit more yeah. of that. Have you read we? the John's Hawkman stuff? You should check. I've that read out. a decent chunk, and I love it. I uh, when I was reading That's Justice great. Society, I started reading Hawkman when the titles were aligning. Yeah, and I no, I I read I actually read a fair chunk of it. I own it all digitally, and I was really enjoying it. I that's one of my goals to get back into reading just Society and Hawkman. Um, yeah, do it. Yeah, no, just, I, uh, Hawkman was only like I think twenty five issues, so that wouldn't yeah. be too bad to get through. I, I read probably fifteen. Um, oh, there you go. I was no, I was I was loving it to be honest. It was oh, Brubaker does an issue too, I think. Whoa, slow the truck yeah. down, Ed. Ed turns up, Brubes. Yeah. Wow. He does like a cowboy story. Let's uh, roll up the know, red carpet. Like Hawkman all through time. Yeah, yada, I sure yada. do know, and I love it. Well, um, go. I've got a job today. Um, I yeah. think I'll be reading Check some Breaker Hawkman. Okay. Issue seven, I think. All right, I'm on it. I might, you know what? I might actually have read it because back in the day, but right. I'll, I'll go back and reread it. It's on my iPad, that's for sure. Um, I go. really like this fight scene. Um, who is it between? Lightning Lass Light. and this character, um, Radiation of, Roy. The the silhouette, the silhouettes and stuff, I think looks really cool. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And but then he captures her because then she becomes a prisoner on the ship. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Radiation Roy is another reject who is now part of the supervillains. Uh oh. Um, mm-hmm. Just turn the page and I've seen Timberwolf in the costume I like. It's actually kind of a, a it's kind of like a wolf, I suppose, on the. Isn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It, I reckon it's, it's interesting. As on the cover of this issue, he looks like he did back uh, in like the Carrie, or, yeah, Carrie Bates stuff. Yeah, you know, he's got like the more uh, animalistic look to him. Yes, but, but which like, I don't know why, because that was way off model for this time. Oh well, you know, yeah. I'm not mad about it. Just... I'm, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I'm not too mad about it. I like this guy. We beseech thee, Lord of the Darkness, take this man as our sacrifice to thee. He's just crazy, isn't he? Like this guy. <laughs> who, who yeah, he's he? from uh, Great Darkness Saga. He was like a younger kid that was under Darkseid's influence, and right. he still worships Darkseid. Yeah, he worships Darkseid as I guess Darkseid is a new god. Um, yeah, so yeah. I mean, he's fairly powerful. So this uh, page actually kind of scared me as a kid. I guess I should mention this eye for an eye stuff was mm. one of my favorite ones mm. to read as a kid, um, just because you know I liked the you know. It's always fun to do, uh, let's say, like the Flash versus the Reverse Flash, or yes. Green Lantern versus Sinestro, and that's kind of what this is, you yes. know, the Good Legion versus the Evil One. Oh, for sure. Yeah, which yeah. page is it that that schedule? Uh, page eighteen, where this yellow guy gets executed. Oh yeah. <laughs> As a kid, I was like, "This is this is crazy <laughs> shit." <laughs> yeah, he just gets sizzle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he, Ultra Boy tries to save him, but he's not yeah, fast enough. Yeah, it's it's craziness. And and then we're, <laughs> we're back on Metropolis. I, I like the way it goes from that action, like the killings and everything, to just like... Um, uh, <laughs> domestic life. Yeah, domestic life. Uh, Colossal Boy just moving in, and they're just... And they're just and he just plonks down on the couch. I've got a couch to plop on. Plop down <laughs> on. I'm set, lady. <laughs> he's yeah. just like enough with packing or unpacking. Um. Yeah. No. It's good stuff, man. And yeah. The, then we've got uh, we've got Timberwolf 
No, we've got um, Ultra Boy. The detective. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was talking about uh, page 21. We've got the detective again. Not yeah. that it really matters. Yeah. No, we do have him, though. That's true, actually. And, yeah, he, he, he lights his match. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, actually. Now that I'm seeing that match, it's all I can see. Um, yeah. It's like smoking, like a little thin cigarette. Not sure if Bruce Wayne would actually have smoked, you know? Is he smoking? I think he just lights it. Well, I don't think he's actually smoking anything. I think he just... What is just I mean, maybe he is. Lighting, looks like it's just a match, though. Lighting a match and then treating it as if it's a cigarette. <laughs> That's what it looks like, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. You're probably right. Like he, he's he's got his match. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I'm so fucking cool. I've got a lit match in my mouth. Um, <laughs> and then we've got um, back to the fight. You're a disgrace to Daxium kid. I like that. And they're just yeah, he's taking it very personally, right? Because yeah. he's from Daxium. I don't like this guy's name. Olver. Yeah, Olver. He's supposed to be Ulver. like um, Oliver. I know. The... I know he's supposed okay. to be like that. I, I wish they'd just called him Oliver if they were going to call him Oliver. I don't like him. Well, I, I mean, specifically, he's supposed to be a reference to, what's the... the like Oliver it, Twist? Mark Twain, yeah, Oliver Twist. Right. Or is that... Yeah. Who, who wrote that? Not Mark Twain, no. um, but I don't know who the person Dickens? is. Dickens? Yeah, probably, yeah. I think you're right. I think it's Dickens, yeah. yeah. Oliver Twist. So somehow he's supposed to be a reference to him. I don't really uh, know more, much sir? about Oliver Twist. More, sir? I don't know much about Oliver Twist. Please, sir? Yeah, whatever the fucking movie was back in the day, like, um, which was drummed into our brains as kids. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't quite see Oliver Twist there other than his name. Um, yeah. yeah, and then um, we've got Ultra Boy just going crazy. I like Ultra Boy's power. It's one power at once, isn't it? It's all the powers of Superboy, but at once, mm-hmm. yeah? Right. Yeah, I think that's what makes it more interesting than Monel, personally. Well, Monel's just literally, he's all of Superboy's powers, you know? Yeah. And they try to make Monel's, I mean, they do try with Monel, though, to make his personality kind of quite different. Yeah. They give him a lot of drama, I feel like. Yeah. Well,. I can't think you kind of have to, like, you know. It's kind of funny, Chameleon Boy, when he's changing to that thing and he sees face on it. <laughs> I can't grab yeah. this little monster. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually, it's not an illusion. He actually gets, it's like Beast Boy. He actually is the creature and can do shit, you know. Mm-hmm. As yeah. yeah, so it's not an illusion, yeah. And something else that's interesting about Chameleon Boy fighting this guy is whenever uh, in the Great Darkness Saga... Chameleon Boy was actually in prison mm. for, you know, some. You yeah, know, I remember. Bad decision, right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, and he gets stuck on the prison planet, and Alvir, this guy, mm. the villain, is the one that's attacking him, and he has to fight him without his powers. So it's just kind of interesting that they're now having like a bit of a rematch. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, it's good actually. I, I really like the the concept of this League of Supervillains, uh, Legion of Supervillains mm-hmm. versus the Legion of Superheroes. It's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, and you see this Sun Emperor guy who has like mm, fire all over him. He's cool. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Uh, if you remember when you read the Curse, there was a tease for this story mm. where this fire guy was like on a rando. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just throwing that back just to show you where some of the lead-up was way yeah. back when. It's good stuff. And then you've got, is that Lightning Lord at the very end? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Lightning Lord. And Lightning Lord is, 
let me get this right. He's the brother of Lightning Lad and Lightning Lass, but he's not a twin. Yeah, and that's part of the stigma against him on yes. uh, Winath. Man, like, I tell you what, I am impressed by all the storylines they come up with, like the sheer quantity of them, you know? Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's cool, all the different relationships, and everybody has kind of like their own supporting cast within... Yeah. The book, right? Like, I, even I wish, each Legionnaire has a supporting cast. I tell you what I was just thinking then. I just wish that, like, when I went to a convention, someone you know, would, would cosplay as Dream Girl. Because I, <laughs> I would get my picture taken with that person, you know? Yeah, I believe it. Like, in a heartbeat. But, like, it's a very niche. But to me, I mean, the cosplay is always looking for sort of characters of different things, sometimes more sexy, sometimes not. That, that's a good character. She's a good, solid character. She's been around for, like, X many years. Um, popular. If the Legion was just a bit more in the mainstream, I reckon she she could blow up. You know? Yeah, maybe once uh, the movie comes out. Yep, or the series, man. Or the series. I'll yep. set, I'll yeah, settle for the a series. series, man. You know. And, mm-hmm. and just don't give me like Legion turning up in Smallville because I watched that and it was lame. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they don't really get treated the best. Uh, like they even show up in Justice League uh, Unlimited. Yes, but I think only. Uh, Brainiac 5 gets really much to do in that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's like when you do get the Legion, you don't get much of them. Justice League versus Fatal 5 was an entire yeah. movie yes. where the Justice League fought Legion villains, but yes. there's only one Legionnaire that really has much of a part to play. Starboy, so, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah, it's a, that's a shame. Like, no, you know what they should do? Um, just to kick it off, they should do a Legion, one of the animated movies, but just a Legion one, you know? Yeah. That'd be like, cool. So set it in the 31st century, um, all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, like yeah. doing, uh, like, Great Darkness Saga, for example. Yeah, that'd like be their, great. Their oh, my God, I'd watch that. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, anyway, so then we get to uh, issue two, A Legion of Superheroes. Um, and we should mention wow. the first one was drawn by Keith Giffen, and now this one is drawn by Keith Giffen. Yes, and it starts out with Lightning Lass just massively imprisoned. And that's mm-hmm. her And at this point, brother. she's only got her light powers. Yes. Yeah, she doesn't have the lightning. And her brother is basically saying to her, uh, you, you're not hopelessly stupid like Garth. You quit the Legion wisely. Join us. The Storm said you would. So he's kind of a bit nuts, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, and then I'm the Lightning Lord, remember? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, see, I like that one where he just like totally becomes all energy. Um, yeah, uh, that's a Giffen thing where his is blue and uh, Lightning Lads is yellow, and then mm. later on we see she's like all pink Lightning. Mm. Right. Um, Pretty yeah, cool effect. It is cool effect. And so what's going on? I, I like the way that this Legion of Supervillains all argue against each other. Like, yeah, they're mm-hmm. very sort of like um, be quite lax and I'll use your powers to get past these security cards codes. Um, my magnetism, my mag- magnetism will do it. But if I go any faster, we might get blown up. And she's like, weakling. <laughs> yeah. I am tired of using my strength. I need to support the globe, Magno lad. Finish what you're doing so that I can put this power to work for us. She's well, it's like, actually also interesting because, uh, you know, I think this is what Gif- or Levitz and Giffen are addressing is mm. that this Legion of Superheroes or Legion of Supervillains mm. is actually a, a collection of other villains that have... Like, there's other teams that were absorbed into this team. Mm. 
So we have the classic Legion of Supervillains that showed up uh, a few times. Mm. And then we have a bunch of rejects that um, joined up with the with them. Mm. And then there's a Legion of Super Assassins, which two of these characters are from. Mm. And then the Legion of Super Rejects, which <laughs> is the Magno guy. Mm. And then also we have some standalone villains who have appeared and fought the Legion on their own. So it's kind of interesting. These two that are that Magno lad is bickering with are from the same team and then he's from a different team so yeah I, you know it kind of makes sense that maybe they would uh have a problem with him well it's kind of like an all-star band isn't it they've selected from different things you know yeah to bring uh-huh. it together but it kind of makes it a credible threat then you know because there's so many of them and stuff um, well yeah and remember when we did uh, legion of three worlds where the legion of supervillains eventually expands and you have Mordru's there, Universo is there, the Fatal Five are there. Mm. So yeah, that's like to the nth degree. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. I, I really like it. Um, do you want to give us the pitch on the rest of this on the rest of this one, and we'll yeah. So the supervillains are trying to uh, steal some kind of spheres, I think, for powering their plan. Don Star and Wildfire come in and fight them um, before. Uh, Wildfire, his suit gets shredded. Mm. Um, and then we have a bunch of Legionnaires kind of discussing what's happening. Uh, Starboy and Dream Girl and Shrinking Violet are headed back to help out. I do like it when um, Starboy says, maybe, but you love every second of being a Legionnaire. Face it, Nura, you hate normal life. She's like, so? <laughs> yeah. And then he starts talking, she's like, shh. <laughs> Yeah, she's really written pretty interestingly, I think, by Lovitz. I think he really liked her. Yeah, definitely. Um, we see that, uh, I think, eventually the Legion of Substitute Villains get transported away. Mm. And as we just discussed, transportation is kind of an unusual thing in the Legion time. Uh, but one of their new members has the power to teleport. Yes. Uh, yeah. Which is handy um, for him, you know? We're handy for them as well. Yeah, for the, for, exactly. Yeah, that's really they, they use you a know, lot. The Legion can't keep up. Uh, Dawnstar has been injured and she's getting healed or repaired by the Legionnaires that come to help. And then Wildfire gets another suit brought to him. Yeah, and um, um, yeah, it's kind of funny how sorry. he goes in and out of these suits. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, at one point, they actually show how he has like a whole bunch of different suits with all the different designs that he's used. Mm. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, we see that Saturn Girl and Lightning Lad have not yet had their kid yet. Mm. So this takes place, I guess, before the Tails issue where they did have their kid. Yeah, and do you notice on the next page, like it's almost like a Last Supper? Um, yeah, I always thought that was pretty cool. It's kind of cool, and it, it points out. I didn't notice it until just now that, that that's kind of what it's riffing off, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's actually yeah, it's pretty cool. Well done, though, right? Yeah, it's very well done, and and also well done that they've got the um. Oh, it's very well done. And they've got like all the little um, uh, name tags, you know. Yeah, that's helpful. I like Silver Slasher. She's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, she's. I uh, I always thought Esper Lass. I always liked that costume. Yeah, yeah, good costume. Yeah, no, it's an interesting, interesting um, collection of people. Who's Ron Carr? What does he do? He can just kind of flatten himself. Right. Okay. It's kind of lame. But yeah, he's one of the rejects that joined right, up. Right. And he's mostly harmless. He actually joins the subs later on in the five year later stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's um 
Yeah, it's. It, I just noticed that that's what it's riffing off, and Lightning Lord is kind of like just dominating in the middle. Yeah, he's like the the Christ figure. Yeah, the Christ figure. If Christ was nuts. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, but then we see uh, Olvir's kind of losing it. He's like, "We need to do the Dark Lord's bidding," and everybody else is not really into the dark side thing. Yeah. So Esper Last puts him to sleep. Yeah, I thought she broke his neck at one point, like, but she just oh, yeah. then she's like, "Good night, Oliver. Why put up with this lunatic? He thinks there's a real <laughs> dark side, a god of evil." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's unfortunately also probably one of the more powerful members. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Sun Emperor there, he kisses the servant who's yeah. bringing him fruit and yeah, just turns that, her to. Yeah, that's you know. kind of nuts. Yeah, he's a, he's a nasty piece of work, isn't he? Like that. That poor servant yeah. girl that was just trying to like get you know basically a very small wage just to you know keep her family supported and she just gets killed. That's it for yeah. her. Um, yeah, that was another page that always freaked me out as a kid. I was like, this guy's nuts. This guy, anything could happen. This could. He's just killing innocents. You're like to yeah. your dad, like, does she come back? He's like, no, son. <laughs> She's dead. <Yeah. laughs> oh, speaking of my dad. Yeah. Um, I told you about how I was talking to him about Mike Grell, and I was like, you know, Mike Grell actually worked on the Legion. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't realize that. And I was yeah. like, yeah, he actually created Dawnstar. Yeah. And then he says, uh, one, of the, one of the lesser members or something. Not that big of an accomplishment. And I was Jesus. like, wow. That's hard. That's yeah, hard. Dawnstar's all, all through these books. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hold on one second. <laughs> Sorry, my uh, allergies are acting up. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I know. He he. You know, he was born in the the early '50s, though. So for him, I guess those earlier issues are more important or yeah. more yeah. valid. But she's but yeah. uh, she's all through the '70s and the '80s, like all the time. I know. That's why I was like, you must not have uh, remembered those stories as well. Yeah, and don't forget, she's even in the um the um Jeff Johns like a reboot. Yeah, the three the the retro boot. Did, um, I mean, what is your dad think of those? Didn't around for the reboot or the three boot, so I guess that's a good point. So was was your dad reading that stuff, or has he completely dropped off it? He dropped off uh, around the time you know the last episode we did. Right. What, I think that's around when he dropped off. What era was that? I don't remember. Like sixties. That was. That was like uh, late eighties. Oh right. Okay. Oh all right. So he hung around for ages though. Yeah, like after the censor rules. So he has he, he he really knows better than to say Dawn Stars uh you know mind Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was just, like really surprised. Yeah. Come on. He's an older guy though. His memory is not the best probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well it's like my dad, like I mean God, I'll never forget it. Like, you know, he read Batman like or whatever or Phantom or something in the actual newspaper strips, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then and then he heard Batman and Superman were going into therapy and he just couldn't believe it. He was just like, What's going on? Like <laughs> And he heard there was Batwoman, and he's like, who's Batwoman? Like, he, 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 you know, he, he just doesn't understand that like, they're just pulling out all these superheroes all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was probably Batwoman around when he was... Yeah, but, he, but you know, he wouldn't have a clue, you know. Yeah. <laughs> In his brain, he thinks Batman has been replaced, you know? Oh, yeah, I yeah, see. You see yeah, he, he actually thinks there's only about three superheroes, like, out there, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people do actually. That's a good point. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, th- these uh, now Tyre T Y R is he from Fatal Five or he is not from the Fatal Five? Oh, I've uh, just seen him I before. Think it's pronounced Tear. 
Yeah, I've just seen him before in in other Legion comics, like where he's been the bad guy. So is he yeah, a solo? Yeah, we read about operator? him in the early Carrie Beach stuff, yes. where his hand like is has a mind of its own. Yeah, you know what? That's and is he the guy in the hand, or was that Fatal Five? The hand kind of was like rolling around doing its own thing. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, and it, yeah, that and was it actually cool. like attaches itself to Superboy for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you know what? That's where I remember him from. It was it was pretty cool. I quite like the crazy weird alien that can do the teleporting or whatever it does. Yeah, Zimir. Is that actually an evil alien? It's sort of you know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's kind of in it for himself, really. You know, when at the end he just wants to roll out, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's just kind of like, we're not going to win this. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, he just leaves them all. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Um, yeah, yeah no. it's kind of interesting. We see Saturn Girl and Lightning Lad come out to help while they're trying to steal the yes. polymer shield that protects the Earth. Yeah, she's pregnant. Like I was kind of surprised yeah. that she came out and. and Bloody Tieta's go easy on her. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. But I think the rest of a lot of the Legion was off Earth, and yes. the only one that was actually on Earth was maybe like Bouncing Boy or something. Yeah. Uh, so that's why they had to come out to help. But everything's okay. The baby's okay. The baby was okay, although we did later find out it's got some weird backstory attached to it. Um, <laughs> well, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's 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 good stuff, and really. We then get to scenes where we're in the maternity ward, um, which is kind of cool. But then it turns out um, you were here to have your baby, aren't you? Uh, sorry. And then the character. Uh, who is the character? Is, it, is that Starboy or Element Lad who's just like... Element Lad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of cool. Well, what's weird too is that um, we're reading this Tales and this Legion of Superhero stuff. But when we did the Curse volume, mm. that last uh, annual there is when the baby was born. Right. But it was from the previous volume of Legion of Superheroes. It was Annual 3. So I don't know when it came out. I'm guessing it came out after. But it's weird they just didn't call it Legion of Superheroes Annual 1 and be the annual for this series. Yeah. Because at this point, that series was basically dead. Yeah. This is weird. That's a good point. Um, So we read that, yeah, in that other collection, and the babies are already born. And then now we're reading the stuff that leads up to the babies being born. Hmm. It's a good point. And then um, we, we flash to Orando and um, Princess Projectra and Karate Kid are coming mm-hmm. back. Coming back from the honeymoon. Yeah. And um, like when they're like intruder sighted, signal the guards, but it's them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're intruders to the, the villains, I guess. Yes, that's true. And then, yeah, that's right. And then it comes back down. And who is the character? Um, with the sort of like ponytails, the red. <laughs> Who is that? That's the hunter. The hunter, yeah. Pretty interesting looking character. He's kind of got like the skull teeth, the the, the teeth on the necklace, and then yeah, he's yeah. he's 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 got the all the trappings, and then they get the um the ring. They get the legion ring. Then yeah. let me twist their alarm signal as I once did as a legionnaire, and let them come running to do their doom. Um, Pretty interesting, and we twist. don't know who that is. Who's picked that up? Did we? Just someone with a white glove. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a mystery. Um, we've actually read about that hunter character before. There was a bouncing boy story. Yeah. Where it was like bouncing boy is so useless and such a piece of shit, 
and then this guy catches him and he's gonna kill him because he's yes, yes. the easiest target. Yeah. Yeah. So that no, I, I remember that. That was a good story. I, I thought. Yeah. 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 That I was a backup, was wasn't it? Page. That was a backup. I remember. Yeah. 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 No, that was a, that was a good, good one. one. Yeah. Um, and now we've reached the fateful day where Keith Giffen has left the book. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I told you I was listening to that Liefeld podcast. He actually called out the Legion. He's big about like what artists came on the book and made the team what they are, or yes. you know, the most successful period. Yeah. He says Keith Giffen is the artist that you know made the Legion. Right. So you know, it's a pretty big deal that he left. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's still plotting yeah. it. He, uh, I mean, he continues for at least part of this arc, but. Yeah. Um, he yeah he's gone by the end of this trade I think. Uh, well, I mean, they've all got to go sometime. I, I I wonder why he left. I guess he had Lee Jen about to launch. Uh, still probably be a few years away from that, but yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll look into that for next time. I think he was just kind of burnt out. Yeah. Well. You know. I, well, I've heard before that he quit uh, or. He did this giant poster where he drew every single Legion of Superheroes character mm. for the most part. Uh, and I heard that burnt him out, but I'm pretty sure that was a few years before this. But anyway, I'll try to get an update on that for next time. It was the Jackson Brown song, Running on Empty. Running on Empty. <laughs> that was him for like the last two years. Yeah, exactly. But Paul Levitz is just like, come on, I'm cranking out scripts. He's like, yeah, but I've got to fucking draw them, Paul. <laughs> Paul Levitz is just like, yep. get, get, you know, get back to your desk, you know? <laughs> I'm a high-flying executive at DC Comics. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing this book in my fucking you know midnight hours. Yeah. You know? I'm cranking it. He goes, I'm looking at your payslip right now, Giffen. Get back. <laughs> Do you want a bonus? Yeah, maybe year? maybe that's what happened. You know, Paul Levis <laughs> just turned into a dick. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, where are we on getting Paul Levitz? Have you made any inquiries yet? Are we any closer? You know, I should reach out to him again. Yeah, you should. I think you should. Um, tell him, say, look, Dave is keen to get you on the show. We're gonna, you know, we're always happy to talk. We're happy to talk numbers. You know, if you want to talk numbers, uh, you know, in terms of what you what you're pulling down in the eighties, you know, then we'd be interested to talk about that as well. I, like, I would be very interested. <laughs> I thought you meant what we were gonna have to pay him to come on. You know, buy him lunch or something. I'm I'm happy to buy him lunch, but I, I I get the feeling this guy's not hurting for cash, you know. No, yeah, I think he's probably retired. I doubt he even does anything like yeah. that anymore. He might do a podcast though, you know. Yeah, but I bet if he did do a podcast, um, it probably wouldn't be the Legion I, Outpost. I think it would be. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I don't sell myself short. I think I think if he's bothering to do something, he'd go Legion or Signal. You know, it's the question is: Is he bothering True. to do anything? That's that's the question. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. confident that he listens to us and he listens to me rave about Dream Girl, and he goes, "These are the guys for me." You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know something else actually in this uh, trade that he wrote, mm. I thought it was pretty interesting. He said that, uh, and this is kind of off topic, but just since we we're talking about him, um, most of the Legion's early writers were sci-fi writers or sci-fi yes. fans. Otto yes. Bender. Edmund Hamilton, Jerry Siegel, most notably. The second wave of, wave of Legion writers were three writers who made their break into comics unbelievably early in their lives. Jim Shooter, age 13. Carrie Bates, age 13. And me, at the comparatively decrepit age of 16. Wow. So I just thought it was interesting, because those guys were the three guys that I told you 
were kind of writing it like how Spider-Man was during Brand New Day. Which know, I love. Swap off. Yeah, which I yeah. like. Yeah. And they all did a great job, but yeah. it, it was just interesting to me that they were all so young. Well, it speaks to DC at the time being willing, prepared to take chances on guys that young as well, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's interesting. I mean, there are stories of um, Weissinger uh, screaming down the phone to Jim Shooter, who, whose family needed the money, you know? Yeah, but yeah. It was, was keeping a roof over their heads because of, like, you know, various economic factors were at play. And, um, yeah, Mort Weissinger was a real dick from, you know. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh-huh. Sounds an awful person, but uh effective editor. Um but just a horrible person really at the end of the day. Um yeah, can you we've all had bad bosses though, like in fairness. Oh yeah. For sure. Know, like, come on. So, well that's like when I hear the Ray Fisher thing. Oh yeah. I'm kinda like, Yeah, I mean I've had shitty bosses too, yeah. but I'm not gonna try to get them fired or cancelled. I'm not going to the fucking media about it. You know? Yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Okay, so anyway, this this one, uh, issue three, opens with a nice group shot up in the... I quite like the clouds with the eyes in them as well. Yeah, I think I think that's supposed to be the other Legionnaires. Or maybe it's the villains. Oh, I thought it was foreshadowing the villains. Yeah, it might be then. Yeah. Uh, worth noting, this is the first issue with Steve Lytle. Yes. Who, who th- passed away recently. Uh, very uh, respected for his work on the Legion. Mm. He really only did like a year or maybe a year and a half on the actual book. Mm. But uh, yeah, his his very cool style and a good way, a good artist to follow up with from Giffen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, and they and they're tracking the uh, thing that came from Karate Kid. Yeah, the the emergency signal. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I'll be honest. This issue, I didn't think was, you know, it was kind of harder to follow. Mm. Well, take us through it. Give us the five cent pitch. I, I'm just looking through. I, I kind of liked it though because you've got it. Got them all in prison, and then I, uh, dude, I like this one because then light. I'll, I'll do it. Okay, I'll do a quick version. Yeah. Then Lightning Lord comes in. I love those scenes with Lightning Lass, and then basically he electrifies her, and is kind of mm-hmm. torturing her, and I think gives her her powers back. And then yeah, accidentally, it, yeah. Then it flashes to Orando and um, uh, Dream Girls. Just like I suppose that means the call wasn't a false alert. Oh my head! Need a headache pill? And, and then then Hunter's there. Remember me? And she's like yes, and she like fucking kicks him. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty funny actually. <laughs> and then we see the Silver Slasher, who I think is a really cool looking character. And if I was if I was a buyer of action figures, still I would like a Silver Slasher. Um, if you could For get sure. it. Um, and you know, then we've got a. I won't bother. A brief scene with RG Brand, but uh, then it's um, yeah. There's it's a full on fight issue. Like there's heaps of fighting on the RJ on. thing. I think the thing to take away is that it was uh, implied that maybe he should become president. Which right, maybe that becomes important later. I don't know. But then anyway. we see Chameleon Boy versus the other Chameleon character. Um, then we see, and on that page, I mean, if you didn't know, you'd think it was Lex Luthor um, in the purple. Uh, kind of head, you know, top. Yeah, pink and green. Yeah, you, like if you just looked at that, you would think, oh, that's Lex Luthor have, having powers, yeah. you know? I think I have thought that before. Yeah, and he's, and he's, yeah, he's harassing um, Phantom Girl. Yeah, Phantom Girl mm-hmm. uh, in the white. Yep. Well, like- now, you might remember Radiation Roy from the Superman and the Legion mm. uh, that Jeff Johns and Gary Frank did, only I- he's got like a big red like, yeah, armor, I do remember, yeah. Iron Man suit. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
We'll have to do that one on the show sometime. Yeah, I like um, Lightning Lord. Um, it's it's uh, no, it's Nemesis Kid, isn't it? Who's saying? Ever since I found my abilities, I have allied myself with those in power to gain power. Uh, now at last, I shall be a power unto myself. My power to humble any one opponent into battle will be trivial compared to the authority of an emperor of a universe. So Nemesis Kid is actually a pretty big threat here, isn't he? Yeah, um, I always love this story because it's kind of a sequel to the original Nemesis Kid story yeah. uh, where Karate Kid, Nemesis Kid, Princess Projectra, and Pharaoh Lad mm. all join the Legion at the same time. Mm. And then they find out that there's a traitor and uh, it's, you know, it's Nemesis Kid. But I always you know, thought he was a cool character for the fact that he was a Legion traitor. Yeah, and he, his power's interesting. He can just duplicate the power and... Um... Yeah. Miss them, yeah, it's pretty cool power. So if he's you know, funny... you might have actually remembered him. Uh, you read that Generations Shattered book? Yes. He was one of the villains in that. I don't right. know if you remember, but just thought I'd. They were throwing a it lot of stuff. It was just recent that wall. he showed up. So if he was fighting Superboy, would he get all of Superboy's powers? I think that's the the idea. Yeah. For how long? Just for as long as the battle. Just as long to win the battle. Yeah, I think. Right. Okay. Apparently he uses um, he says his powers come from alchemy. Right. I don't really know okay. how or why. Alchemy. Fair enough. Um, well, once you say alchemy, it's a mystery, isn't it? Yeah. It, it really is. Um, and then what happens here? Um, uh, we can return to kill the legionnaires, combining my power with machines. Oh, that's right. They transport, don't they? Don't they then transport the? Is this where they transport the planet? Yeah, they transport the planet. So Orando has vanished and gone into the limbo dimension. Yeah, and they take a few legionnaires with yes. them. And a, and a stack of legionnaires are just left going, what the fuck? You know? Uh, yeah, and on page 18 also, I thought you'd like that chameleon boy uses a Ben Grimm fist. Yes, I did like punch that. the chameleon and king. I did like that, and I did notice that. I thought that was really cool. And I also liked yeah. the bit where Dreamgirl's like... Um, all, all the villains vanished, and so did some of us. Why some of us, not all? Perhaps it was accidental. And then she's like, "Bring Timberwolf over here, block." So I, and then, and then I like Wildfire. Easy with the boss act, Dream Girl. Element Lad's leader now. Do you see him around, Wildfire? That leaves me in charge as deputy leader. Now move. I like it. She's just like, yeah. She's lady. just a great character in these uh, yeah. this eleventh run. And he's like, "Lightly, lady, you're pushing too hard." Wildfire doesn't yeah. mind firing back, does he? You know, with his with his own commentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wildfire is, I, I feel, a cool member, you know? like Yeah, I think uh, Wildfire is someone that you could see almost having success outside of the Legion, just because he is, like, visually distinct. Yeah. Uh, he's got some personality to him. Oh, he's got plenty of... He's got personality to burn, like, no pun intended, yeah. but, like, no, he's, he's just he's just good fun. And, uh, yeah, dude, I, I don't know what you didn't like about that issue. I thought that was actually a really good issue and uh, had some good... I think it was just the battle... Part, it was just kind of hard to follow at times. Not that sure. I didn't like it, just not as strong as some of the others, maybe. Now, I love on issue four, that opening page. And, and I tell you what, Adam, if I was a collector of original art, that's a, that's a page I'd like, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. With Lightning <laughs> Lord looking out in the rain. What do you reckon that kind of retails for, you know, if I was trying to track that down? I don't know. Um, we're talking a few thousand or are we talking less? I would think maybe like a thousand, but mostly just because it's a legion page yeah, yeah, um yeah you know if you had the same page and it came out last week of course it probably wouldn't be as uh expensive right okay 
Yeah, I'm not getting into that game anyway, but I was just wondering. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I like to keep an eye on it. I mean, how do you make decisions? Like, you know, because you do, you do play this game a little bit. Like, where are you finding this kind of stuff on eBay or, or where is it? Yeah, there's a lot of different, like, online stores and then, yeah, eBay um, auction sites. Mm. Uh, my, it's easier for me because I have a relatively low budget compared to a lot of people. Sure. So I could save up for a year and buy, you know, one of these big pages or I could – you know, get uh, little things here and there that I really like. Like I got yeah. a page of uh, Captain Adam art for like 50 bucks, you know. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, actually, that they spoiled the death on the cover of issue four. You know, you see the hand dripping with blood and then it's dripping on one yeah. of the Legionnaire's symbols. Well, I mean, they're, they're, but that's the way that they're, who, who is it kind of thing, you know? Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, my God, this is... I mean, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you an example of, of a comic. You know how they're always like, oh, this comic... You know, when people get used to get pissed off that the cover didn't reflect the, you know, contents? And, uh-huh. I, and like, I was always like, oh, okay, calm down. Um, but, like, I do remember a Judge Red comic once where it was building up to whether he'd quit or not, and there's a thing, yeah. and he's tearing his badge off, and he's going, I quit, to the whole council of judges. And you read the comic, and he quit. And I was like, I don't know if this was, like, the way to sell this comic to put on precisely on the cover what happened. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they do that, and it's like, uh, you kind of spoiled the twist. Like, yeah. I mean, in this case, like, that symbol you know, a Legion fan would know that means Karate Kid. So it's yeah, like, well, yeah, that, that that's true. See, I agree. If you're going to do it, I think you should keep. You should. You, I've got no problems with saying a Legionnaire will die this issue, but don't spoil who on the cover would be my advice. Yeah, and maybe maybe these symbols weren't as well established at that time, so I don't know. Maybe that doesn't spoil it. Then I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, so we we get like the the um the planets moved. Um, there's you know they're all sort of puzzled by that. Meanwhile, we've got um, uh, Lightning Lass is kind of stuck in her cell. Um, she manages to get out. She sees the other uh, Legionnaires there. You see Timberwolf there. You see Chameleon Boy, and Element Lad in the with the uh, blonde. Um, actually, you see a few more as well. They're all they're all stuck there. Um, yeah, Element Lad. Karate, it's not Tim Wolf, it's Karate Kid saying, uh, what am I saying? It's this blasted gizmo. It must be weakening our minds, our willpower. And then, cool fucking image, he manages to break out, you know? Yeah, that would be a cool page to have. Oh, yeah, it's cool. It's it's very cool. Um, yeah, he, he and he actually breaks out. And then you've got, like, I like Lightning Last just rips into the computer and just tears out a whole stack of, like, fucking wires and stuff. Yeah, and they all get electrocuted. <laughs> and these are a bunch of the villains that we're going to go back and try to um, capture more Legionnaires. Yeah, because there's a fair bit of dissension amongst the villains about, like, why did we go to the, to the you know, why did we escape kind of thing um, yeah. when we could have, like, we had them in our hands kind of thing. And I like Lightning Lass um, blazing away here. <laughs> Reminds me a lot of in Zenith, um, a Grant Morrison comic. There was a character called Voltage who had these kind of powers. Yeah, yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, and a similar kind of look. And um, yeah, it's just it's just cool. And then you see that Cosmic Boys called in the teams from the reserves, the Substitute Legion, even the Academy. Um, so reserves are basically just retired ones like Bouncing Boy and Joe Damsel and stuff like that. Yeah, I think those were the only two reserves at the time. 
All right, so just and, and Karate Kid and Princess Projector, I think. Oh, yeah, because they just left, yeah, and they're already involved. I really like um, when they're flying um, on the next page in Orlando after um, they've been rescued. Uh, Princess Projector looks... Um, it, no, sorry, it's Phantom Girl, yeah, in the in the, in the white. Yeah. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. that's a good look. I mean, it's very 70s-esque, but I, I, I like it. I think it's cool. You know? Yeah, she looks great. Um, what what what's the rest of this one then? Then you take us through the rest, man, because I get a bit, I get a little bit confused when I do these breakdowns after a certain point. The, yeah, the, the massive fight goes on, doesn't it? Yeah, so Karate Kid like asks to be let down by Nemesis Kid, um, because he's got a personal score to settle. Yep. Um, well, and another thing to mention is Nemesis Kid, whenever he was betraying the Legion, disguised himself as Karate Kid. Uh, so oh. that's why he'd be extra annoyed with him. Um, and the only thing that gave him away was whenever they saw him, they said, kid. Mm. And he like looked over and they're both called Nemesis Kid and Karate Kid. So yeah. he thought they had figured it out, even though they actually thought it was Karate Kid and he gave himself away. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty <kind> stupid. Of, <laughs> that's kind of amusing because he knows that they're both called kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he knows that he was disguised, I thought, as... Yeah. him so i don't know anyway uh the legionnaires fight a bunch of the subs or not the subs but the villains mm. there's cosmic king we've mentioned him before he actually doesn't have cosmic boy powers he no. has element lad powers yes so they are fighting each other and is he cosmic boy's brother no no relation oh, no relation no relation that's interesting and yeah. yet he took the name yeah, I mean, back in the Silver Age, I guess they just wanted them to, like, match each other, but yes. didn't want their powers to match for whatever reason. Yeah, okay. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Right. Um, okay. Interesting. Pages 16 and 17, mm. we've got a big battle between Karate Kid. I'm kind of surprised Nemesis how hammered Karate Kid got, you know? He he got fucked up. Well, I guess you got to think he's been uh, under the influence of those machines that were taking his... Yeah. Willpower still, and you know he's probably hungry. He's been through a, a space shuttle crash. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's why. But yeah, Nemesis Kid's yeah. really beating him. Yeah, he is. It's a beatdown. Um, yeah, but it's it's a good fight nonetheless. And you know, it would be challenging for artists to come up with interesting fight scenes all the time. But but like just on the just on the visual spectacle, I I think a lot of cool stuff's going on. Like my eyes traveling across the page. And I'm really appreciating the artwork. You know, I've seen Chameleon Boy fighting his one. You see Spider Girl. Like, it's there's it's good stuff going on, you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. And I think in the case of the Karate Kid fight, you know, he's putting up a good effort and he, he looks pretty badass. And, I mean, and then uh, Nemesis Kid just backhands uh, Princess Projector. Um, yeah, she tries to, just, you know, draw him away from... Then you do the classic get off my wife. And uh, you shouldn't have risen. You're only making a death slower. No. Now, I've got a question mark here. So he takes the Legion ring off him, doesn't he? Um, Your Legion flight ring on my hand, my fist in your face. You're dying. Your life is over. No. And then Karate pulls out a final move where he smashes him into the ground. And then it's like run, run away. What does he do here? He, he, He sort of jumps. Smashes him with sort of like an uppercut with both fists. He's got his ring in his hand, so he's flying. Okay, and but what does he then do? He smashes into this thing. Yeah, so this uh, power sphere thing is what's mm. taking 
operando away from. Ah, uh, yeah. I see. So he goes up and destroys it, even though, you know, I think it's basically he's already oh. been killed. Like, he's going to die from the speeding he's taken. I've got, uh, uh, now I understand. I knew he was destroying, like, the, the bad control thing. I just wasn't sure exactly what he was doing. Because at first I thought he was taking Nemesis Kid with him. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, but no, he's just uh, right. punching him with uh, his flying. Yeah, way. it's almost like a Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah, pretty great death Boom. for uh, Karate Kid, I think. It is. It is, and you know what? He had the final shot. Um, he was. He looked like he. I was. He was getting fucking hammered. You know. Yeah. It was hammer time. Um, and then <laughs> and then he pulled out that last move, which is you know he's a cool character, and um and there's consequences to his death and everything. Um. Yeah, the storm rages on Orando. One is dead, six are helpless, and one is coming back to risk her life for theirs. It was a pretty damn decent issue, I thought. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, good consequences. Uh, and also interesting, you know, we have Lightning Lass mm. being in the book again, who hasn't been in the book for, you know, since the Great Darkness Saga. She left. I like her too. I, you know, I think yeah. she's playing a good character. Now, then we get to this issue, uh, and I. For an eye, uh, a villain for a hero, which is very okay. much the. Um, I must say that lettering is very confusing to read. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's not the greatest work. I'm um, looking at you, John Costanza, letterer. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe he might not have actually done. Might not have done the I design for if... that. Might not have done the design for the title. Are you saying? Yeah, I don't. That might have been drawn on there by Steve Lytle. And then John Costanza just did the actual like yeah. text balloon. Did you say Steve Lytle's passed wrong. away recently? So I guess we can't put him on the grill and find out. <laughs> yeah. You know, on ish, on page one of Legion of Superheroes number five, yeah. December nineteen eighty four, who designed the title? And then he tells us we don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that'd be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, he throws John Costanza under the bus, uh, maybe. And um, I like the thing about hug your lover's corpse a little closer, Projector. You'll join him in the grave soon enough. And his body's just charred to fuck. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty gross. No, you've raped my world, my people, and now you've killed my man. That is, that's got to have been shocking for the Karate Kid fans out there and the Legion readers. Imagine if you're like 12 or 13 reading this one. And you're like, yeah, yeah. You're like Karate Kid's dead. Like, they don't hide the fact that his charred body's <laughs> just there, like. You know, yeah, I can imagine some parents having to be like, "Oh, look, it's okay. You might come back." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> imagine if you had the cynical father. No one's really dead in comics, kid. He'll come back <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, even you know, not only is he dead, but it's like he's dead, dead. Like you're seeing his dead body. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, in comics, it very much is until you see the the head rolling along the ground. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Many a last minute escape has happened, but no, this one <laughs> very much like Karate Kid's dead. Um, who's yeah, the... Oh yeah, something else to mention, I mm. guess, is Keith Giffen mm. apparently chose Karate Kid to die because it's one of his least favorites. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say he's a favorite of mine. I, sometimes I think the way they go out helps, though. I thought Karate Kid's exit was pretty cool. You know? Yeah, uh, I think that gains him a lot of. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of you know goodwill. Yeah, look, at a certain point, someone's going to die. Who's it going to be? Karate Kid, Shrinking Violent. It's going to be someone like that, you know? Yeah, um, Karate Kid is probably one of Jim Shooter's favorites, it seems, right. uh, because he 
you know, used him at the center of a lot of the stories, and mm-hmm. he was always a little more cool than the rest of the characters he was writing. Yeah. But a pretty big transformative moment for Precious Projector here. Huge. And we saw the Reaper. Funnily enough, we've kind of done it out of order because I believe last show we had Projector coming back to her throne after she relinquished it following the assassination or execution. Um, yep. and, but here, I love it though, man. And then who comes rolling in on the sort of um, flying chair? Who is that? He's kind of in the Metron uh, chair. Wait, Page two. Uh, he says, I neutralized her Uh-oh. powers, Nemesis Kid. Shall I finish her? Who is that? He's called Nutrex. He was, it's a very Metron-like chair. Is it Metron, the new god? No, no relation. But yeah, maybe... No, I just mean yeah, the chair. Inspired the, by. Yeah, the chair is like, you know, the floating chair. Is Metron yeah, that uh-huh. guy's name? Is that, am I right? Metron is the new god's guy. Yeah, 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 yeah rolling around. I always liked him because he just, he's just the observer a lot of the time. Yeah. You know. Pretty. Uh, my cat just came up here and is all in my face. Sorry, one sec. You're right. All um, right we're good. Yeah. No, so I'll just um, speculate here. So uh, Lightning Glass is talking. I may have stopped these five from attacking the Legionnaires on the other side of Limbo, but I was too late to save Karate Kid. Um, no choice. Those are my friends. I've resigned for the team, but I have to go back and try to save them. And she's just got no idea what's going on. Um, and. It's, it really is dominance here because, like, um, I trust they've left enough for us. One each, Sun Emperor, that's fair. No, just one. One for all of you. And they're like, Lightless, what have you done with here? And it's just full on. And then uh, Lightning Lord's like, comrades, this is she's my sister. You may not touch her. Um, and basically because he's going to, isn't he really? Like, he's going to drop the hammer on her, basically himself. And meanwhile, we've got in <laughs> – it's a pretty funny scene, actually, where – they're stuck on in limbo, and then some boy pulls out cards. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. <laughs> cards, anyone? I thought it was fucking funny. <laughs> like, everyone else is so serious, and he's just like, oh, well, like. <laughs> an old son boy. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's also flirting with, um, he's also flirting with that chick there who's like winking at him. <laughs> oh yeah, Gigi. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty. It's, I thought it was funny, a bit of levity. Um, <laughs> and then it, there's a big fight between uh, Lightning Lass and Lightning Lord. Um, and then he's like, "She's like, I'd rather die than live as you do, Mech. You're not evil. You're totally insane." Um, and Lightning Lord is just like he's stopping the Sun Emperor from even helping. It's and then finally. Um, Lightning Lass actually gets the better of him. Sorry, there wasn't another way. And yeah, you see the pink lightning. He's like, aha, the storm. The storm betrayed me. And then they're all there. But then at the same time that um, she's about to get hammered, uh, Element Lad turns the air, oxygen to helium, and then like they all start collapsing, all the bad guys, which is probably would have been handy at any point during any fight. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'd be funny because the, their, their voices would be all squeaky, wouldn't they, if it was all uh, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, and then we see um, Oliver have a go and Tim Wolf just blocks him off. You're not getting past me. He just takes it like a fucking, like someone in fucking NFL, doesn't he? Like, just absorbs the yeah. blow. Like, Jesus, like, <laughs> he just runs into a brick wall. And <laughs> his kid's just like, ah, <laughs> broken <Yeah>. neck. <laughs> uh, it's handy to be quick about the change in the power set, I guess, for him. Yeah. Who is the character who looks like Lex Luthor? Who is that? Radiation Roy. Radi- that's Radiation Roy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Got you. 
Um, they could have done better with his design because that does look very much like Lex in a power suit. Or Lex in his, you know, <laughs> yeah. what he wears beneath yeah. the power suit. I guess he probably predates Lex as maybe. I mean, I don't know if he always had that design in the Silver Age, but, you know, I don't think Lex sure. got his power suit until the Bronze Age, maybe. Okay. Well, wow. You're Here we go. big on the history there. It's a bit of a history bomb by out on the computer. <laughs> Late in the show at the 14th hour of Legion Outpost, he's shown you credentials. I could uh, be completely wrong, though. Well, so, yeah. uh, if Connor's listening, I'm sure he can tell us when Lex. But yeah. but but to be fair, it's been a big part of Lex's look since the 70s. Oh, yeah, anything. for sure, yeah. Um, and, you know, that's what I was saying. When Jeff Johns does him, he puts him in like a red. Mm. It almost looks like a red version of Lex Luthor's uh, power suit. Which I think is more design. appropriate. Uh, then we, I really like the, the part where the evil aliens, like burdening self with humans, they're no longer must be leaving you all shall be now. It's just, he's just like, he's just like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, fuck this, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, Phantom Girl like reaches in and messes with his yeah. uh, equilibrium or something. Yeah. Um, hurting from intrusion on pressure sphere, leaving must be now. And they're like, yeah, wait, you're taking us with you? <laughs> and like, um, you see Prince Projection as a cool thing with like, look at hell where you belong, Nemesis Kid. And um, I thought this was so interesting. And and he's just like, your powers are useless. I can adapt whenever I need to defeat any foe. And with with my power, you're as good as dead. She says, look at my eyes, chill. No power, yours or anyone's, can stop me. And it's just like, is it just like the infinite? Do you reckon? Like the infinite void, almost in her eyes. You know, I don't know. I, I think it's just, you know, like... It's just total darkness. I think he's just taken aback by, like, yeah, the, yeah. the fact of how crazy she is. It's like... Or, you if, know, how, it, yeah. it's how kind, dedicated she is. It's like kind of dead. like if you got to the fifth or sixth hour of a solo signal episode with me, and it would just get <laughs> to just pure darkness, and I'd be like, we're looking into the eyes of the skull now, kids. Exactly like That's that, That's where yes. we are, you know, and we're, we're, we're right down... And stare. We just stare and you just gaze into the abyss. It's like when I'm playing tennis, sometimes on the change events, I'll just shoot the guys with a look and I'll just say, you're looking at total emptiness. You know, <laughs> you're, you've got to beat the void itself kind of thing, you know? Like, that's what it Well, hopefully to. you don't break their necks like she does. Well, you know. Um, yeah, and then she's like, my ancestors were wizards and kings conquerors. You are a common killer, a mad dog, accidentally born in human form. You took my world, made my people slaves, and slew the man I had given my heart to. I need no power to destroy you, save the strength born in my blood. And then you hear, crack. You see the thing. They don't actually show her snapping the neck. They show her her arms around his neck, hands around his neck, and you hear the crack. Then it's like, it's done. And they're like, you broke his neck? I executed a condemned man element, lad, as is my royal privilege. Do any of you dare call me wrong? Love it. Yeah, and then you Love remember it. later uh, when they welcome her back to the Legion, yeah. they say, like, we're excusing it as um, yeah. self-defense. Self yeah. But not really self-defense. No, uh, like, if I'm on the jury, yeah, sure, I'll give her a not guilty. But, like, uh, you know, a, a good prosecutor could probably play havoc yeah. with that, with that exactly. defense, you know. Um, but they give her the friend pass. You know, and, they, yeah. she, and also, don't forget, Major, he just killed her husband so you might get yeah, in the exactly, heat of the moment yeah. you know what i mean you might get in the heat of the temporary moment. insanity temporary insanity you know um, I, i'm voting yeah, not guilty a for a good her. moment mm -hmm. and uh it's actually there's a book called like the greatest 
the 100 greatest DC super heroine moments or whatever. I have that and book. This moments in it. Yeah. I have that book. I've, I I actually have that book, and I have the um, uh, Justice it's like League. super villains and Justice League. I have all three. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, she's in one of them. So if you ever Sweet. look it up, she's in there. All right. Well, that's interesting news. Now, um, I mean, and that is really the biggest moment in this thing. And then we 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 get like um the scene where basically uh, you see the funeral scene where she's look really good artwork too. Can I say in this funeral? Uh-huh. Like this has got to be a page that people would want. The, like it's got Karate Kid on the um, funeral pyre and she's like in the throne and you've got the other Legionnaires kind of looking around. Like that's, a, that's, that's an iconic page, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it, I like seeing the three of those lined up because they all join the Legion together now. Yep. Those two are dead, and Feralat's already dead, and she's about mm. to be, you know, leaving the team. So it's kind of interesting, uh, yeah. kind of a tragic group. So what? Chameleon Boy, um, Phantom Girl, and Timberwolf. Is, is that who you're talking about? No, I was talking about um, Princess Projector at the top. Underneath her is Karate Kid. Yes. And then Nemesis Kid. They all joined together at the same time. Oh, Nemesis Kid's down the bottom. Sorry, I see. Yeah, with yeah. the little wolf thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see him. Yeah, it's a great piece of artwork. Can I say? Like, it's beautiful. Even look yeah. at the guards. Like, they look so cool, you know? Oh, yeah. Very, um, like, medieval but futuristic. Yeah. It's it looks kind like of a, crawl. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a blend of the two. And, I th- and, and to, frankly, I think really effectively done. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's a great page. And she's basically saying she's going to live her days in tranquility for all my friends. Goodbye, princess. She gives her ring away. She just tosses the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 craziness basically. And then she, everyone goes back in the bubble, um, two bubbles, and they're going back. One's got the criminals in it, and one's them. Um, and he's like, "They're all gone. We're just two bubbles adrift on the sea of nothing." Very poetic element, lad, but not helpful. That's like drinking violet. And he said, "Relax, violet. We'll be all right." I like it. I was like the bit of bickering in the team. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a fair bit of like uh, back chat. Going on, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and then, yeah, it's it's cool. And but then there's a, a sort of a last minute Espalas telepathically letting you know that we have had the last laugh. My powers alone let me tap into Zemi's brain and learn his secrets, so we will be able to return to our normal universe. So she's in the other bubble. You can wait here forever. Your fellow legionnaires will never find you. Zima's secret is lost to them. Ha, 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 ha. Goodbye. And they're basically adrift in, in basically the limbo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great uh, ending to the to the actual read. I really, really enjoyed uh, the uh, five issues uh, a lot. And I knew what was going to happen because we'd just done the aftermath. And that didn't detract. I was really impressed by the scope of this adventure in these five issues. Yeah, this is one that I always put up there as, like, you know, in one of the greater Legion stories. Mm. Um, and, in fact, sometimes feels like one of the last great Legion stories of the Levitts Bang. era. Big call. But didn't he write it for, like, another five years? Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, you obviously really liked the Sensor Girl story, though. So, I mean, you know. Maybe I'm just being overly harsh, but this just seemed like one of the bigger ones. Sure. Of course, he also wrote that story, you know, the death of Superboy. So, mm. yeah, there's other heights to hit, but yeah, yeah this not, was a big one. We haven't done Death of Superboy yet, have we? No, not yet. We should do that at some point. Um, yeah. Look, uh, honestly, I, I'm going to mark the two. I'd give Tails 
7.5 and I'd give this 9. You know? Very fair. Uh, yeah, I'd give Tails 8. I'll give this 9. And I and I liked both. Don't get me wrong. 7.5 is still a high score. Um, yeah. But I felt that, that I upped the stakes with, with these ones. And in fact, I should have read them the opposite way around because I read the Tails second. Um, but I did like the tales, and I really like the backup story about why witches uh, origin too. Yeah, I think just in the last episode you were kind of asking about her, so it was yeah. nice that that worked out. Yeah. That uh, we did it this time. Big, uh, big episode from us. So you know we've really explored a lot of territory. Um, any ideas? Uh, we obviously throw it out to the legionnaires as well. Look, if any of you support the Patreon, you're more than willing. If you support the Patreon at any level, okay. So signal doom. Sorry, patreon.com slash signal doom. At any level, if you're a Patreon member, if you give us suggestions, we will put that into the either the signal uh, feed or the Legion feed. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be the show after, but it will definitely go in there. I keep track of it. Um, I always like to hear what the Legionnaires are thinking of our shows and of any suggestions they have for us to do because we're very open, aren't we, Adam, to basically any era of Legion. We will read it mm-hmm. to discuss on the show because it's all content. Um, Adam, yeah, have sure. you got ideas for stuff you want to do um, in terms of future episodes? Like, oh, lots of ideas. I oh, guess. Do you good. want something new, or do you want to continue with something we've already done, though? What do you mean? Or re- I don't want. Stuff. Well, like we could either get into new territory, or we yeah. could go back and continue with like uh, the Carrie Bates stuff, or continue with this stuff, or Ooh. Death of Superboy. Oh, gee, Death of Superboy. That feels big. Feels real That's big. Pretty big. Um, it was pretty big. Wow. Uh, what? Superboy as in Superboy, the proper Superboy dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. That's blow that, that that that's blowing my mind a little bit. Uh, um right. is crypto Fine in it? Too. Is crypto in it? Uh yeah, yeah, he's in it. Oh yes. Yeah, let's do that. Oh wow, that'd be really interesting. All right. We'll do that and then you. and then we'll move into some other territory. We've got plenty of stuff we can do. So we've also got all that Legionnaires stuff. There's like a lot of Legion content that we've got we haven't touched. So let's do Death of Superboy next time. Um, then we will take any suggestions that people have and we can do one of them and then we'll do – then it can be your pick. I don't really care. Like, you know, you pick from either New or pick from Kerry Bates or wherever. So, yeah, okay. but next show, let's do is how long is Death of Superboy? Is it like a three part or something? Uh, it's just four issues, so I don't know. Maybe we throw something else small in. But, sure. Yeah. Well, we'll we definitely do those four. Okay. Now, is there anything you'd like to promote? Anything you'd like to you know point us to, Adam, uh, before next next show? Uh, you know what? Check out Signal of Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Very very well said, Adam. And. That would have been my recommend as well. I mean, if you're going to do one thing today after you put down Legion Outpost, you go, geez, those guys gave me two and a half hours of just, you know, absolute thunder. Okay, check out Signal. Because I I can tell you tonight we've got Tash and Rich and me on, and it's a big show. And I know Rich is firing up. Rich's engines are just idling at the moment, you know, just ready (laughs) for me to just drop the flag. And he's going to be pedaled to metal. He's been putting out some text during the week. He's a grumpy old bear. Um, which means that you know there's definitely going to be some 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 views thrown around from Rich, I would say tonight. Absolutely. So it's going to be great stuff. Look, on that note, thank you very much and good night. <laughs>